The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Thank you for joining us here on AEW Collision. Nigel McGinnis, Kevin Kelly here at ringside. That's Scorpio Sky in control of Andrade El Idolo. A very uh, sportsmanlike but hard-hitting effort from both. Yeah, both competitors want to move up the rankings and get title opportunities here in AEW. Only one way to do that, and that's to beat people. You gotta wonder what's gonna happen next. Wait a minute, splash down, both men down. Gotta wonder what's gonna happen next, whether it is Holding the AW World Championship, is it MJF, is it Samoa Joe? We'll find out Wednesday at Arthur Ashe Stadium Live. Grand Slam Dynamite. And you know that Andrade El Idolo would love to have next. You know that Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara would love to have next. Competition is as hot as it's ever been in AEW. Scorpio Sky, as I mentioned, has been here since day one. Wants a piece of the pie. John Moxley has put out challenges, of course, for the International Championship. Andrade wants more. Wants to feel it. Come on. Oh, look at this. Not even defending himself. Now he is. Ooh. Oh, no. Dragon screw. And now. Oh, God. Not so fortunate now, Nigel. Just adrenaline that got Sky back to his feet for a couple of times, but now, look where he is in the corner, resting his knees. And all he can do is watch as Andrade nips up and shows that everything that Scorp has done, El Idolo has shrugged off. Collides with the elbow, thrust kick midsection. 
score. Sunset, no. Hang on, second effort. Great oh, awareness. No. The first step. Oh, that was close. Long frames of both Ben propelled corner to corner and gave Andrade the edge there in an effort to kick out. So Scorpio Sky now slightly more hobbled than he was after those two dragon screws. Make it three and make it a crashing bird. But did you see the look on Scorp's face on landing? Yeah, the right knee there, certainly. Let's take another look if we can. First, he made the impact where he wanted, but it was that second ah. impact. Slightly cushioned because of Andrade, but that speaks to how much damage has been done, I think, to both of Scorpio Sky's knees. Yeah, not, uh, not the best of landings, and Andrade Alidolo, of course, has utilized leg submissions for success here on Collision. A blend of Oh, oh him out. Into it. He's Back out. out. Yeah. Trying to hook it. Couldn't get it. Couldn't do it. Great awareness, too. Oh, Andre just took a little bit too long. Sky made him play. Oh, again. Into the damage knee. Oh, wait a second. We've seen this before. They talk about the family business. The figure four. But will we see the full extension? There it is, the figure eight. Twice as much pain as the figure four on a tap out. Good in this match by submission, Andrade El Hidalgo. What a way to claim victory here tonight, Andrade Hidalgo. With the figure eight leg lock, I'm sure, with the approval of the originator. Probably gets uh, royalties for that. But hey, Andrade El Hidalgo rest. Wait a minute. Oh. The leader of Bullet Club Gold. Welcome back to Collision, Switchblade Jay White. And the gang's all here, Nigel. I'll get to you in a second. First things first. Where are we? Guns up for my state college gold members! And now you, Mr. Andrade El Idolo. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. You see, I wasn't here last week, but I was watching my boys. And when I was watching my boys, I was watching you watching my boys. And when you were watching my boys, it looked like you were having a lot of fun watching Bullet Club Gold. Looked like you were having a lot of fun watching the Bang Bang Gang. A lot of fun watching Rocker Juice Robinson. Fully cocked Colton Gun. You see, Andrade, it looked to me like you weren't your own. 
We'll have to edit all this out now. Andrade, these are my boys. You can't have them. But I think that what you really want is that switchblade spotlight. Listen to me, sir. Everybody wants it. No one can handle it. And I'll prove it to you. So how about next week? I give you the opportunity of a lifetime. You can have the chance to have your moment. Step into the spotlight with the switchblade and learn firsthand that those lights are too bright. Those lights are too hot. You will be gasping, withering for air as you try to breathe with the switchblade because it's still my era. This is the switch. Blade era. And I'm loving if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. No, no, no. Guns up. And if, if that still doesn't work for you, we can do it right now. Wait a minute, the challenge issued for Grand Rapids for next Saturday night. I'll hold the mic. Come on, bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Hold on, bring it. look you at this. Butt kick, huh? Come on. An army of referees and security, Nigel, having to push Andrade to the high ground. Well, no contract has been signed. But a challenge issued for next Saturday. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the aftermath of AEW Collision. Yes, folks, say it with me after the collision. We sift through the wreckage. The wreckage. Woo! Brought to you by ChannelAttitude.com. Please subscribe for $5 a month in the Hameen Media Group. This is the wreckage. I'm Chris Ams. That's Constable Ams to you today. 
and uh, I have my cadet with me. This is also Constable <laughs> Lambs. Um, all right, now get out of here. You said you wanted to be on the show, and I go All right, joining me is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip Coast, Detective T, more commonly known as Dimitrios Usos. <laughs> Dimitrios Usos, huh? I'm part of the Usi crew. That's right. The Greek Usi crew. In other words, yourself. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. <laughs> All right. So my guest intros are totally not contrived. So we lit up the vet signal and he arrived. Vet, welcome Ooh. to the show. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Ready to Hi. do this thing that we do? Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, Hello. <laughs> all right. Uh, news and notes. Let's see. I want to talk about wrestlers on Netflix. Um, Vet, have uh, you had a chance to, to watch any of that yet? Yeah, I'm watching that shit. That's If I had the beep, 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 beep. I, I lived it. What do I need to right. watch it? No, for? no, no. I know. That's true. For sure. True enough. True enough. Good show, though. I got to say, the show the show is actually really excellent. Like, That's what uh, I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. I'm happy for them. Yeah, it grips you for sure. And um, hopefully it turns into some real money for them, too, because, I mean, they, they, they really do show you, like, there's there's not just no re- there's not just no money in wrestling. There is anti-money in wrestling. It, it, it eats up money, you know, more than you make. So it's uh, pretty brutal trying to run wrestling companies. So you know what I was wondering too is um, like I was wondering now that this is on that this is on you know Netflix which is so ubiquitous now and it wasn't even a you know back when I was at OBW it was you know mailing DVDs and envelopes um, but I wonder how many people are watching this in Louisville and not even realizing this is right in their backyard like oh wait a minute this is in town you know like you know there's got to be some people that are like that they're like i would have seen this but i just don't don't pay attention to anything i'm guessing it's probably like way more prevalent in louisville than than people even realize like um maybe well i mean i'm watching the show and they're doing things like they've got guys that are that are trying to get people to the show right they're trying they're trying to get people in the door and it's like they're doing such small time things and they're going to places that are just like regular places in the neighborhood, right? Like they're going to car dealerships and they're oh, handing shit. out flyers and people are looking at them like, what the fuck is this shit? Wait, wait, but they, what year is it based? It, it, so is it based now? Yeah, it was last summer. Okay, all right. Yeah, dude, dude, that's, that's exactly, it's exactly how it was. Like I'm trying to you know get people to come to these shows like i'm i'm telling people like hey if you come to this wrestling show or whatever you could buy this ticket for five dollars whatever you know and, and people are just like eh. and like these are people that they, they know about wrestling they know, know uh, you know they 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 just don't care yeah wow. you know it, it's it's straight. it's weird so then so you know we know ovw has been around for how many years over 20 years at this point right and all this time in Louisville, the people of Louisville still don't or haven't heard of OVW. There's a like lot a, of people that have a shocking amount, wow. Jimmy. Like a, like crazy. a truly shocking amount, and it's Be- you know and because it's it's really just sorry, another indie. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I just I just wanted to just make the point. It's like for a lot of people, 
remember, we're all like dialed in when it comes to wrestling and the wrestling business and everything. For most people in the world that know of wrestling, it's WWE or nothing else. They don't even realize there's a connection. They're just not that dialed in. They are that, maybe they don't watch wrestling, but they just know WWE. It's the brand recognition thing. So, right. yeah. and right. they're only impressed. Like it's how many times any wrestler can relate to the feeling of telling somebody they're a wrestler and the person saying, oh, like WWE. Yeah. Like that is invariably the response from people. So, you know, that that is why it seems surprising. Louisville is a small town. It's not that small, but it's small for a you know, to them to Kentucky it's a big metropolitan area. To a lot of other to people like, you know, from California and New York calling calling it a big city is laughable. So, yeah. You know, it's big for small. Isn't it but, just off, like, in the middle of nowhere sort of thing, too, where a, a, a higher value wrestling is taking place? So, there? if you've never... if Of course you've never been there. No. So, for everybody that's listening, it's a warehouse district. You know how they have right, those little remember, those little right. plots where there will be several warehouses that are rented out by whoever owns the, the thing? And, you know, OVW is just one. You know, whatever the other businesses in the other warehouses oh. are doing, I never knew. Um, I just know that I pulled up and it's just one of many warehouses and it's got the little OVW yellow <laughs> sign on it or whatever over the door and then you but it you it's just like any other warehouse that you would rent you could you could rent these warehouses they have little office space of some mild plumbing you know like just nothing nothing major so so um, and this is like the new building there used to be another you know um, another OVW building that they moved out of. That's the, that's the one that you see that looks extra small back when it was like right. Leviathan and Randy Orton <laughs> and the prototype and like all of that. Those guys were gone before they ever moved. So I've only seen the new building. Next to it. Yeah. So, so, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's next to nothing. It's in a warehouse district off 4,400 shepherds, old Shepherdsville road. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's a nothing happening. It's on your way to places. It's not, a destination place um it's just tucked in a corner somewhere so you would you you can't even see it from the street because when you're driving oh, down the street you see the warehouses like off to your your right or left depending on which way you're coming but you can't see ovw the building it's in the back you know so you got to pull off go through a little like side road or whatever right that's to what get i remember seeing like in documentaries and whatnot Mm -hmm. Wow, yep. crazy. Well, anyway, the the show um is actually really great because it's it uh I don't know, like I said, it it really gets into the idea of how hard it is to run a successful uh company and it's funny because they show this sort of dichotomy between the company, right? And the general area of that like, you know, Louisville with like Kentucky sort of like right there. Um, and how it's hard everywhere, right? It's sort of hard for everybody right now. They go to a they go to a small mining town that was probably about I don't know I would say about fifteen thousand people or so, very reminiscent of where I grew grew up in Kenora, right? And just like half of the buildings are boarded up, right? Like the, these this this town used to be a town, 
and it's now mm-hmm. basically just turning into a ghost of a town, right? And oh, it's a it's an interesting dichotomy to see how like you know these towns are struggling and wrestling is struggling and you know you you're watching these characters and stuff like that and it's also you you want to cheer for people but as you're watching it you're getting like a little bit deeper into pre- people's personal lives too and i got to say it's uh it becomes a situation where you're watching it and you're like man this person has has you know you can see the potential but you can also see exactly why they're not going to reach that potential you know, like the probably the main star there is a, a girl named Haley J. Who, I mean, in terms of charisma, she's got it. Like she's got it in terms of professional wrestling. But you know, you watch her personal life, and you're like, this is what's going to keep you away from success. You know, these decisions that you're making. And I know she's just a kid. She could, you know, she could grow up and start making better decisions. But she's making dumb decisions and then showing how proud she is of her dumb decisions. And you're like, this is what's going to keep you from success. You know, real success in the world of professional wrestling. You, how old is you she? Just, she's 21, 22. Okay. So, uh, I mean, well, she could sense. still grow up. I hope she does because she's got a lot of charisma. But it's like, kid, you know, grow up. And if you yeah. don't, it's going to be really hard to get anywhere. So, you want, you want to hear something crazy? Tell me. So just the time that I was there, it was a short, let's say, four years. Let's within four years, a uh, span of four years. The amount of people that would come in and out of there, you know, people with dreams, people with ambitions. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a revolving door of people that came from all over the place. Guys coming from Europe, people coming from Canada, people coming from. You know, uh, just like so no, many different places. It, what? No, Australians? Yes, Australians. Oh, there was okay. multiple Australians, um, I believe. So, so like you had all these people coming, but there was a shocking... And of course, you know, there some were going to wash out. Some of them are locals who are just trying it, because why wouldn't you? Like if OVW's in your right. backyard, Absolutely. you better at least, you know, and you love, you, you thought about it, you might as well at least give it a try. So, so many people come through, revolving door, like I said. Um, how many people I saw would come from some far off place across the country, from another country, from another continent, you know, and, 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 and come to Louisville, Kentucky and shack up with some, you know, disgusting woman or whatever and just get (laughs) roped into like you could have had a no 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 not even rats not even rats they're they're they would they would start dating somebody that had no interest in professional wrestling but was like maybe a support system kind of that was the advice rip would always say like get yourself a fat woman uh because they because they're 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 gonna try harder and they'll take care of you that literally yeah yeah they they well but i'm yeah some of them did and and those people that were doing that that's not who i'm talking about i'm talking about people who moved to this place with uh with an idea a dream ambition whatever and just get some bitch pregnant and end up locked down here and like never leaving it's like you could have got somebody pregnant anywhere you came here to do something how could you get trapped in a regular life in a shithole like this i i i was just astounded at like the the amount of times that happened 
Like any more than zero times is too many. Nobody should have gotten tricked like that. Like, what did you really come here to do? How serious could you have taken this? So that is something that um, I think speaks to what you're saying, Chris, about like, get your shit in order because you can't be a star or you can't be a somebody if you're just going to get trapped in the same things that regular people with no ambition and no foresight and everything else get trapped in you can't be just one of these yokels you know what i mean so (laughs) so that that, you know that that's what that's what it reminds me of when you're talking about this so what's her what's her gimmick is this the hollywood or whatever Haley j yeah yeah hollywood Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hollywood. What is she, gangsta and shit? Yeah, she's she's the, your typical. Is she uh, one of these cash, your cash me outside types? White, yeah, cash me outside white girls. Two she's not going to be able to do outside. anything. And she's called, like, she's got the hood in her name for crying out loud. I mean, she got, it's a gimmick, she, I guess. I, I haven't even seen it. I've only heard of this person. I've never actually, I've never actually watched her, or seen her, or anything. I've just heard of her. Neither have I. But I saw her long before this preview. too. I heard of her. Was she a blonde? Is she blonde by any chance? Yeah. Bleach okay, blonde, I've seen yeah. I, I've seen like little snippets, but she looks no shit about three foot tall. She she wouldn't be out of place to be honest with you, like physically on, on really? anybody's roster. Yeah, she's not super super small. She's not like big at, by any means. No, no, she's right. not. You know, she's not going to impress anybody with her size. Um, and she doesn't have to. She's a woman's wrestler. Let's be frank. Um, what are you trying but, to say? Huh? Is she not gonna? Is she? She's not gonna. Uh, she's not gonna do a like a slam spot and then parade around the ring doing the double bicep. Is that yeah, probably saying? not. Uh-oh. Yeah, probably not. Um, yeah, she's she's a regular sized girl basically, right? But she does have a lot of personality, right? Like a lot of charisma. But she's also, you know, she gets high while she's at work. Like she's getting high. stoned, and then she's literally like getting high, and then going to the ring and taking somebody else's life in her hands. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, she's being filmed for a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to know. Is that, sh- that's weird, dude. What about Al Snow? Oh like, God. how does he react to this? Al Snow's reaction was you absolutely do not get to be here when you're high. Like that's bizarre, bro. Like, I mean, that's the right fucking thing to do. You're taking no, no, somebody you're else's right. life in your hands. Professional wrestling is a game where you literally can break somebody's neck by rotating the wrong way or by being four inches lower or higher than you're supposed to be. So don't get high and then get in the fucking wrestling ring. It's just like getting drunk and getting in the wrestling ring. Don't fucking that's do worse. that. That's for more, for more on this topic, I refer you to the Monday Night Machismo starring Chris Ams and Jimmy T. Fuck, man. Yeah, we talked about it. We talked about it. Don't do (laughs) that shit. Like, Actually, we went back and forth with that, actually, probably a little longer. But, yeah, I mean, that's bizarre. If you're knowing... We did, because you think it's okay to get high. All right, we don't need to rehash it. I said we're trying to drive traffic to your other shows and get you some more (laughs) listens. So if you want to hear this passionate conversation... (laughs) What else Uh, about wrestlers, Chris? Uh, that's pretty much it, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, like it's interesting to see, like I said, you, you, you see all these different characters and you see the different versions of wrestlers, right? You see the young, talented, charismatic and stupid wrestler, right? 
you see the wrestler who's finally kind of got it figured out at 45, 50 years old and is still trying to do something, right? But you're done. You you don't have the opportunity anymore to really get anywhere in wrestling, even though you finally figured it out, right? You finally figured out how to be a professional wrestler. You're 50 right. years old. It's too fucking late. Well, Al yeah. Snow's a little older than 50, I think. I was talking about oh. somebody else. Uh, cash flow. <laughs> um, who, cash flow? He seems like a really nice guy. He seems like a really nice guy, and he seems to actually get what wrestling is about. But he's now, a drug dealer. But why cash flow? Um, it was an old gimmick from when he was younger, right? It was. Well, it I was, see. Yeah, um, <laughs> that he hasn't been able to to uh, you know adapt, shake it off. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Which maybe. Which maybe tells you that he, he doesn't really understand pro wrestling. But anyway, um, <laughs> but anyway, you get like you get all of the different like uh, versions of wrestlers, right? You get the young, talented, brash, you know, and then you get you get a situation where you get like a real real big close up on a guy like Mahabali Shara, right? Who, like you said, you know, came from India, right? He moved he moved to to Louisville of all fucking places, right? After from, after kind of flunking out at a from few, Mumbai to Louisville, right? <laughs> But, you know, kind of flunking out of the WWE developmental system and being admittedly, in his own words, like pretty close to suicide, you know, because he failed. And then he winds up in Louisville. He he works really hard. He gets the opportunity to, you know, uh, get a push and everything. And you watch him and he's a real pro and he's trying to do exactly like what you're talking about, Vet. He's like, I'm not dating anybody. I'm not getting involved in bullshit. The traps are that bad over there. I'm just here to try to fucking focus on wrestling and get better and get to the next step. Like, that's all he's doing. And you can see it and you're like, wow, like, that's a real pro. So, I mean, you get the whole gambit of like the the wrestlers, right? Like, that's, I think that's why it's called wrestlers because you're getting all of these different examples of things you've heard a hundred times in professional wrestling. So it's, it's interesting to see. It really is a good show. Uh, to answer your question, Jimmy, no, the traps are not that bad, but people still just fall into them. Yeah, it's like the well, blatant like pile of sticks with it. grass over the top of it, and they're <laughs> still just like doop doop yeah. doo. Yeah, like because people because human beings are disgusting it. when it comes to the possibility <laughs> yeah. of sex. Like when it's, it's even just me, on the it's even just not even on the table, but like on the next table over, what people will do if they think there's a chance. So. And I just want to add one more thing to paint you guys a picture of the the sort of scene and the to 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 illustrate the struggles, you know, that that running an independent promotion like that there, you got to keep in mind too. like, so I get there in 2005, right? So as one of the students, um, every Wednesday night for the OVW TV tapings, you know, we're like, people are lined up outside. Like they are lined up in the parking lot to come in here. Um, And we've got to put, we got to take folding chairs. We got to take 200 and some extra folding chairs and put them all down in front of the bleachers so that people have enough room to sit. People are crowded by the snack bar. They're like all the way out to the edge. People are, why? Because the shit is free. The people are buying concessions in the building, but there's no ticket price because the WWE is footing the bill. So all their developmental guys are there you know and the people are coming in and they're getting like you know they get the ovw guys or whatever the future stars of of tomorrow today as the slogan says and then 
you know, they may get a dark match with like the Dudley boys or something like that because they just happen to be down there for the for the the week or whatever. You know, the and and that's what you get. And then um, you know, that's when Cornette is in full, you know, he's in full charge of the creative and everything like that. So, you know, I take my nine month hiatus or whatever, I come back. Now Heyman's there. Now we're not setting up no chairs. It's still free, <laughs> but people w. just <laughs> rather not. Okay. We have to put ourselves in the audience to get the people that do show up to cheer along for guys like the Miz and CM Punk or whatever, because no one's going to do it on their own. So we have to be the ones on the hard cam, like, yay, yay, baby faces, boo heels, you know, like we're not obvious plants, right? So that's the difference you know every everything in the cornet show is done in the ring everything on Heyman's show is pre-taped and they got this shitty little screen that they they project this stuff on that you could barely see or hear you know it's not set up this is not the the titantron okay yeah. so you come to the you leave your house to go to, to the arena to watch tv that's why people stop coming even though it's free right eventually wwe pulls out now there's nobody that has a sniff of being a WWE wrestler. And now Danny's like, Danny Davis. Danny Davis Danny, is Danny, like, Danny Davis. okay, yeah, no more no more free admission. Now you got to pay to see the people that you wouldn't, that's, that's you wouldn't come to see for free. Yeah. You, you got to pay to see the guys that were jobbing to the contract guys, if they were lucky. So how in the world do you expect you killed the town basically well the wwe killed it yeah um that's true, yeah. And, and and but on top of that it was one thing on top of another on top of another and then you know saying you were the guys that used to provide wrestlers for the wwe is not that big of a draw and like we already talked about no one knows you exist so right. the struggle is um palpable like in, in terms of like how do you get people to care you know, and no offense to Mr. Spectacular, I don't think that's going to be it. He brags about I, it all the time. I, I'm, I, I feel for all those guys. I feel for everybody involved. Um, yeah. But it's but, a testament that they're still even operating, dude. Think about it. WWE's been gone for years now. So how the mm -hmm. fuck are they still even keeping afloat? Do people pay for tickets now? They, they have to, but it's yeah the, not well is the answer to your question jimmy really? um really? the so they were i the the last figure i remember hearing was last year they lost a hundred and thirty thousand dollars i heard 180 because i don't know if you guys noticed that you know, brett lauderdale the, the owner of gcw he's been mm -hmm. beefing with el snow on, on yeah. twitter i stuck up for el snow though but still like who the fuck is this idiot sitting there going well at least i didn't lose one hundred eighty thousand. But but everyone was giving him trash anyway for being you know a trash promotion in GCW, but I don't know if Al Snow's bitten back yet or not. But yeah, I saw that all over Twitter. Well, and Al Snow's another really interesting character on the show, right? He's the, he's the, I mean, he's exactly what you expect if you've heard Al Snow on any you know on any podcast lately. He's you know he's kind of grumpy and. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he's pretty even. He's not like, he's not one of these guys like a Cornet or a, you know. A, oh, boy. You know, he's not going to blow up, right? But he's right. just kind of quietly Stern, grumpy. Though. Yeah, he's just kind of quietly grumpy and, you know, talks about things. I did love, uh, I, 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 
I tweeted a quote of his actually from the show where um, they're setting up for a, a death match and the producers say, what's a death match? And he goes, something oh, stupid. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, that's where it started. That's where Brett Lauderdale said something because yep. of that part of the, the show. You know what? I might actually give it a check out tonight, man. But check it out, many, man. It's a great show. It's it's only seven episodes. Seven only episodes. Seven. How long do they go for? An hour per About episode? an hour. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll check it out, man. It's just trying to fit that shit in with... All the wrestling that we have around us, you know what I mean? So, bro, there's so much hard. to do. There's so much. I know, to it's cover. ridiculous, man. It's fucking uh, ridiculous, bro. All right. So, speaking of which, let's move on. Uh, we got more news. Let's see. Um, well, um, AEW uh, is continuing to struggle to sell tickets, <laughs> and I mean really, really struggle. They were in a they were in an arena this this you know for this show that seats fifteen thousand plus. And they had about three thousand people in the arena, so that's that's hard. Not only is that hard, like for, from a business perspective, but I imagine, like as a professional wrestler, it's way easier to see, you know, an arena full of fifteen hundred people, but that's full, right? That is a size to seat fifteen hundred people, and you've got fifteen hundred people. As opposed to seeing three thousand people in a fifteen thousand person arena, that's got to be, that's got to weigh on you a little bit. Uh, that what do you think? Me. I think we should get these guys a show on Netflix. You know, try <laughs> to get those numbers up. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> guys, um, honest question. Oh yeah, sorry, Vic. Continue. No, sorry, no. Go bad. ahead. Ask your question. No, I was just gonna quickly say, like, how the hell can you see Tony Khan sustaining this company? For the years to come, because I just because he's a billionaire. I know, yeah, you'd be bleeding. Yeah, just though, pour man. money, just pour money into it as long as people allow you to. That's my answer to everybody who keeps asking: Is this the Titanic? Is this <laughs> is this a you know is is this about ready to just get, you know? That's what people said about TNA for how many years? Yep. And they, they if you have billionaires backing you, that you know whether it's people like you know whatever anthem whatever anybody that's willing to put just enough in there to keep it on life support um and not actually make any real investments into it then that's fine or you could be like tony who's willing to put real money into it or whatever uh -huh. um but uh as long as he wants to continue doing this and i don't see him stopping someone's gonna have to stop him um yeah. then right. this this will go on and it's easy to turn around. You just have to be more realistic about your expectations and everything like that. Like not every show has to be, you know, like a home run. Right, Maybe right. you can just swallow a little bit of pride and book a smaller building that can be full. You know, I know people have been telling him to do that, but eventually um, that's just going to be a reality. Uh, and then if you can get the interest up, then for a bigger show, you know, you can try to get the 15,000. I mean, obviously, if you have the right circumstances, you can get, you know, several, many, many, many thousands, 70, depending. Uh, ask Will Ospreay's tattoo, but oh, um, bro. whatever it is, uh, you can do those on occasion. You won't be able to run Wembley again. Like, not like that. Um, it's it's going to be less and less and less every time. You know they they milk Chicago dry and then fire their favorite wrestler. So there's there's <laughs> yeah. bad decisions um, that are are uh, 
going to impede their progress in terms of them growing as a company. Um, but, uh, we can just, it's, it's very simple to take something like, like this and just say, okay, well, okay. Maybe every, everything doesn't have to be a full arena, right? Like it, it could just be a smaller venue. That's okay. It's okay to sometimes have a smaller venue. Sometimes venues look cool. You know, Daly's place looks cool. Like the way it's laid out on TV when they used to do it all the time there, when they would do dynamite there and everything like it, it, it looks different. It looks cool. So find cooler looking small venues. Like Chris, we talked about the, um, that one Toronto venue or whatever that looks like it's uh it looks like it's in yeah, like some weird cool dome or something or whatever yeah. yeah it's awesome yeah just do something that looks different and cool well. yeah cool. just just do something that looks different and cool for TV and then pack it tight and get that ECW atmosphere you know <laughs> yeah I, I, oh, I totally agree with that. boys mm-hmm. <laughs> I totally agree with that you know if you can run it you can run a show and you can get people to really, really like it. It doesn't have to be a huge arena full of, you know, 15,000 people every single time. I, like I remember watching when the WWE went back to the, to the, was it hammer? Is it hammerstone? Is that yeah, what hammerstone it is? Ballroom. Yeah, the Manhattan Center. That show looked fucking awesome, dude. For sure. Like that it, looked great. Are you talking um, about during the raw anniversary, the one thousand, whatever the fuck it was? It, whatever it was, yeah. They, yeah. You know, they're they're going back. They brought to back these... the Ico Pro banners as well. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was cool, um, man. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of thing, that's that that is cool, and it's something that I think that people should probably look into. Um, but again, convincing Tony Khan of anything appears to be nigh on impossible. So. Good luck to well, whoever. He's got a lot it. of people concurrently trying to as well. Yeah. Like imagine how many, you know, for all the shit that people give him, imagine how many directions he's been being pulled in at any given time by any number of people or organizations. True enough. Like, uh, you know. But can't so. you see the running on the wall, man, and actually, you know, be smart? He doesn't need to have to listen to anybody else. Just listen to yourself. Stop being in denial. And and he would, Jimmy. He would be terribly upset if he could read. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. All right, so AEW struggling to sell 3,000 tickets. Meanwhile, The Rock's return uh, got 100 million views on social media. Really? 100 million views. Holy shit. Man, that guy is still a draw. Like, whatever. (laughs) He came out and did something useless. They didn't, uh, you know, like I said, they didn't announce it beforehand. Um, I'm hoping it's not just a one-off. That would be terrible. You know, I'm hearing it's not a one-off. Right. I'm hearing that too, which is why I don't think that they exactly wasted the shock because, hey, they're going to get the same amount of people coming next week. Um, but yeah, uh, from struggling to sell 3,000 tickets to having 100 million views on social media, and it just kind of goes to show you professional wrestling, for all that people don't want it to be, is a star driven thing like it really is driven by star power if you've got people who can <laughs> there you go vet are you are no you... no not me not me i'm just i'm just putting my hand up because i have something all right so the vet is gonna go ahead and be our star right now go ahead <laughs> go, go ahead vet. can i just say look uh, as a, as a you know i i don't i don't consider myself a wrestler per se even though i try to think like one sometimes i consider myself i i did wrestle 
Um, but can I just say that like seeing all these people that want to come in and get a piece of the pie, I mean, first you got Bad Bunny and then you got Logan Paul and now you get Dwayne Johnson and John Cena trying to come in and get on this wrestling thing, like on this bandwagon. Yeah. Like who, though. I mean, come on, this is, this is a little bit pathetic right now. Don't you think like WWE is just letting all these Hollywood actors and personalities and musicians and just just come in and just be wrestlers and make everybody else look bad by doing it so well i know it's you know? exactly yeah, like when it's exactly like when david arquette won the wcw championship like keep these hollywood guys out of my fucking wrestling except he sucked right. though at that time as a wrestler compared to your bad bunnies right. and your logan pauls you know what i mean and your dwayne johnsons and your hey, dwayne yeah. johnsons that guy and you it's like Brooks's. the scene it's like this it's like the scene in Back to the Future when uh, when Doc asked Marty who's the president in 1985. Yeah. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, the actor? <laughs> what the hell is Dwayne Johnson doing on SmackDown? Doesn't he have a DC franchise to ruin? No, he's wow. done. He, he, oh. he, he ruined it already. It's been done, man. They're well, really a Marvel franchise then. Perhaps he could poison that well a little bit more. Like anything but... Yeah, well, it's... it's funny, guys, because, you know, after Smack Attack with myself, Chris, and John Enright, I think we'll, I was listening to a various pro podcasts about The Rock, and not one person, <laughs> that's funny, whoever's hand that was, but not right. one podcast that I heard, there could be others, but so far that I've heard, did not mention why The Rock was there. I personally think, and we thought also, it was a PR stunt, man, after the whole Oprah Winfrey and, you know, Hawaii fire it. scandal, I think, yeah. I mean, do you agree yeah. with that, Vin? Um, sort of. I also just think it's coincidence because okay, he was maybe. in town. I mean, he was True. there to do the thing with McAfee. That's why he was oh. fucking there. That was the know? giveaway, though, for me, man. When I saw that, that's when I started thinking that possibly he'll be on SmackDown. Right. So some people made some calls and, you know, whatever, or maybe McAfee or whatever, just whatever the deal was or they worked it out. I don't think they booked this. That's why when you have like Ben Hameen saying like, why didn't they billboard this? I'm like, I'm sure they weren't positive. He was going to even be there at all right, right. until Absolutely. probably way too late to advertise it. So, um, that's probably why, I mean, remember some, I saw somebody else's uh, social media post of like, remember when they spent a whole survivor series honoring the rock and they didn't even, he didn't even show up and then, <laughs> But he just so happens to be there for, uh, you know, a Deion Sanders game or whatever. That sounds like The Rock. Mm -hmm. That's Dwayne. That's Dwayne. Good old Dwayne. Dwayne Johnson, the actor. Yeah. And John Cena, the actor. There's a lot of actors. Yeah, the actor. Yeah. yeah. This is what happens when the fucking writers go on strike, right? The Cena, actors need something yeah. to do. Cena's such a glory hunter, though, man. Have you noticed the way he piggybacks off, every, off anyone that's hot right now? Especially yes. on his current run. Literally, yes. he's piggybacking off yes. whoever's hot. Exactly. Yes. And I hate that. Yes. John Cena's <laughs> yeah. been carefully, carefully, carefully cultivating his image for well over a decade. Oh, absolutely. 15 years or so. Like, he, he's done everything he could to put him in a position where he cannot be the bad guy. And he learned it's it from nice. guys like The Rock you know and, hey, and seeing right. how he's just never he never gets any on him or or does his best not to yep. um 
and he's that's worse than I mean, the there, Rock, though. In there's Rock, nothing. Well, there's he is now because he's around more and more right. recently. True, but it, it's it, it's fine. Did you also like? I don't. I didn't get to hear the the smack attack. But did you also like how the Rock made sure to not interact with anybody that would possibly be interesting or that would make sense to do? Like his cousins are just yeah. running around causing havoc, and he's nowhere to be seen. But he'll make sure to hug John Cena real quick, which feeds into your piggybacking thing or whatever like we can do right, this part right. let's hug <laughs> let's have cena and the rock hug and then get him the hell out of here before anything interesting happens or we have any other fun interactions for the rest of the two-hour show right why would they do that though vet i mean you'd think you would want to plant some seeds you know moving forward with the bloodline but like, well, the oh, WWE probably because it's sure a one-off gonna... and they're not going to do it yeah the wwe isn't sure that he's gonna that he's gonna do business that's the thing right i think that right now he might be saying yeah i'd love to come in for a match guys well, that's I'd, what he's I'd love that's to what do he's wrestlemania I'd, right. I'd love to do wrestlemania guys that'd be great oh the writer strike is off and i can make 400 million dollars you know what guys i'd love for to sure. do it but uh, you know it's it's out of my hands it's out of my control i just Thanks. can't so there goes the chance now, of that even let happening. me ask you chris um if you well both of you guys if you want to answer uh even knowing that why not just write it anyway so oh, what if I nothing think, ever comes of it I, I just put you, the seed in people's mind right. to get them to tune in for future episodes hoping to see that that's the whole thing it's look wrestling is a grift anyway so why do we stop grifting well, why do we just give the people what we want and then just leave it at that they even set something up that I thought could have been really, really, they, they could have paid it off the same night and it would have created a lot of interest moving forward, right? So you've got Solo and Paul Heyman backstage and Solo's saying, yeah, I'm going to go do this. And Paul's like, yeah, but but who ordered that? Like, you, like it has to come from, from the head of the table, right? It has to come from, from your tribal chief. It has to come from Roman Reigns, you know? And then like at the end of the night after, you know, after Solo does whatever he's doing, you know, the last shot of the night could be, you know, uh, he's he's going backstage and you have The Rock come out and just give him a pound, right? Just like mm -hmm. touch fists at the end of the night. And then you start th thinking to yourself, oh, man, is 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 Rocky going to get involved in this? Like, is Rocky the guy who ordered that 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 move? Like, is that is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? And then even if you don't pay it off, you're going to get weeks and weeks and weeks of mm -hmm. people thinking maybe i wonder is this the episode where rock's gonna come out is this the like you yeah, are yeah. gonna you are going to disappoint people if it doesn't turn into that right mm -hmm. but like that's like that's wrestling man you're gonna disappoint people sometimes it's the grift you know? you've already left town <laughs> <laughs> you sold your fucking tickets who cares well I don't know if you guys would agree with this, but the comic Get he the told Bradley out of here. Yeah, I don't agree with that. <laughs> They're not going to do that. Yeah, and, but mm. I don't want that to happen at this WrestleMania coming up anyway. If LA Knight versus Roman Reigns happens, and if it did happen, he ain't winning. Right? No, I I think that whoever's facing Roman this year is going to lose. I I think Roman's keeping it another year. They're gonna they're gonna. They're gonna do the actual shocking thing, and I really hope it's Cody Rhodes. I really, I, I hope and pray it's Cody Rhodes at Mania that loses. and loses. Oh, oh, that would just be. And they give him Seth Rollins' title instead. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, give him the. Like I said, you have him bring back the European Championship, and he can be European <laughs> Champion for life. Smoke and mirrors. We can, That's can what I would do with that Cody thing. Rhodes. <laughs> Speaking of European champions, how did you like that uh, that Cesaro theme last week, Chris? It was great. 
It was great. That was actually good, though. Like, that actually makes you... I don't know. To me, that makes you a, a baby face. It's like, you, your entrance is cool. Why is your entrance cool? Well, um, you would just have to see it, the whole thing in context. But I was disappointed. The audio-only version, Jimmy just put on that lame cover of uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting Again. So. No, no, no. I ended it with the Cesaro song. Remember? Not on the, not on the version I heard. Not on the audio. Yeah. I what I the did. fuck, That's... Jimmy? All right. All right. Well, anyway, okay. neither anyway, here nor yeah. there. All right, so we need to get into the actual fucking show now. Unfortunately, so yeah, we do. That's that's what that's what our contract says. Yeah, we've got a job to do. Just lay down and take it. Um, Quick promos from the BCC: Starks and Bill, Statlander, and DMD, uh, Dark Order, and the Acclaimed. This went on went on a little too long, and I'm not sure if this is just a matter of um, taste, but I would have cut it after the first four. I don't think the Dark Order and the Acclaimed needed to be part of this package. And I think that you get more out of it if it's a quick thing where, like, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, here's your show, right? (laughs) Instead of, you know, that 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, here's your show, right? It's, It's small, and it seems like a nitpick, but it's definitely something that, like, it stood out to me when I was watching the show that like, okay, they, they actually went on here a little bit too long. Um, and it could just be me. It could just be that I like that format better, but I personally thought that they went on a little too long. No, you're right. You're right. And it's, it's not even 30. It should be like 10, 10 seconds. Yeah. You do 10 seconds. It's gotta be quicker. Yeah. Dude, no, I agree. Lie. More energy. Remember- right. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. But you know how we were watching it through, um, you know, my feed, you and I, Chris, right? And um, it's funny because Chris texts me and says, uh, man, how long is this show going for, right? And it really felt like that. When he texted me that, I'm like, damn, it should be finished by now, man. Like, it feels like it should have been finished. And we still have another 45 minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And, and, and Collision hasn't felt like that until this week, man. It really felt like a drag. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Um, it was. Right, so we begin with a tag match with uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill facing Brian Danielson and Claudio Castabaloni. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's wrong. That's wrong. Antonio Cesaro. Antonio Cesaro. Why can't he use his real name? Because nobody can fucking pronounce it. Exactly. Well, but you know what's funny? You've done the Russian way, like... All right, right, so Bill starts off the match with physical domination. He's he's too big and strong for Brian, who tags in Claudio (laughs) Castanotphony. Test of strength to begin the match. And, uh, uh, yeah, who's the face team here? But I don't understand what what, what this is. Because, okay, so the, the heels are cheating. So that I, I guess that means it's it's Bill and and Starks are the heels. So you know because heels cheat. Didn't but then I ask like you this question too. <laughs> but then the, like in, the in at least two more segments on this show, the BCC are heels. So what oh. the fuck is going on? Jimmy? Do you know? Well, I'll answer that first. I guess I don't know what's going on, and I I believe I asked you in the text also, Chris. I'm like, who's the heels in this match? Like. Yeah. You know, since when now is the BCC baby faces? I guess Saturday nights is a is all right to be a baby face, and then come Wednesdays we go back to being heels because it's just <laughs> it's stupid, not man. even 
it's not even that clear, Jimmy. If it was that yeah. clear and on one show they were heels and on one show they were baby faces, it'd be fine. I mean, less than 25 minutes later, we get a video from Claudio casting it. <laughs> and, uh, and he's a heel again. You know, it's like, what the fuck with this company? Oh, man. No, that's, that's that, is, this just, is this just a symptom of people having this frankly idiotic fucking thought that there's no such thing as baby faces and heels and that somehow things are better when there's no baby faces and heels i think that's part of it um maybe a large part i'm noticing and a, a sort of a uh what would you call it it's an epidemic really um of wrestlers either themselves or their their uh companies not knowing who they are like who the characters are i mean like you don't you don't get who these people are and i get the feeling that a lot of these uh men and women are sort of swimming upstream against the creative and some of them have the strength to swim and get over anyway and some of them just kind of get carried along with the in the rip <laughs> yeah so so um you could have this would be a sort of an intriguing idea to have if you take people that are established strongly as heels and what happens when they have a problem now you have the makings of an interesting match right you can play right. around with that within the match within the parameters of the match and it can be interesting and fun to watch you don't want to do that all the time but you want to do it sometimes because you know I don't agree with the old philosophy of, well, all the baby face are friends and all the heels are friends. And then they just, it's like one side against the other. The heels should all hate everyone, <laughs> you know, except their specific friends, whether they're in teams or groups or whatever. So you could have had an interesting story here, but what ends up happening is these guys are all just going to have the match. They're going to have no matter what their character is. They just do stuff until the bell rings and that's boring. I told you guys about Brian Danielson's matches. As soon as I say that he goes out and tears it down with Ricky Starks in that strap match, like one of the only good matches on that show. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in your face, me, um, <laughs> but, but nonetheless, those are few and far between. I stand by that. And this is an example of, this guy's here to be a ring general, to be a battery, to be, you know, the thing that, that, that the, the player coach, the agent of his own match type of person. Um, and so the match should have turned out way different than this. Unfortunately, Daniel Bryan has been presented in such a wishy-washy manner. Like it's just, it's just as the wind blows, he's going to be a baby face or a heel. Um, yeah, literally, literally. Yeah. And that's blows. just, that's just doesn't work. People are, people want to love and respect him. Can we stop pretending he's a heel for, you know, even if he's good at it, that's beside the point. Um, can we just stop pretending he is a heel because now everybody has known this guy for so long. They're on his side with all the stuff that he's overcome and he's fucking wrestling with a broken arm right now. Yeah. So who in their right mind is going to boo him? The idiots. Uh, you know what's weird too? The biggest heel in the company right now is probably Christian. Yeah. Honestly. But he's so good at it, people are enjoying it. Absolutely. Like they can't wait to see whose daddy's gonna insult next. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, man, he, for me, he's the guy, the MVP this year for AEW in, in a way. 
At this Unsung point, I think hero. Christian needs to feud with Zelina Vega. That that would be great. <laughs> oh no 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 no, no that's too much, man. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No, come on, bro. Yeah, well, that's that's. I'm 9/11 too. I am imagining <laughs> it. Yeah, Christian's great. Oh boy. Um. All right. So, uh, Big Bill is a giant fucking dude. At one point here, he hits a big boot on Brian, who is seated on the fucking turnbuckle, and I'm just like. <laughs> Fuck. This dude is big enough to hit a big boot on somebody sitting on the fucking turnbuckle. He's got abs for days. He's charismatic. And he still just doesn't get any fucking TV time until he happens to be paired with Ricky Starks. So I'm glad that they've got these two working together. Uh, if for no other reason than I like Ricky Starks. Um, but Big Bill deserves a fucking shot. Like, how do you not take a swing with this fucking guy? Too I know big, they Chris. did it WWE and they didn't they didn't think that it worked out. But no, like, no, no, he, he was getting pushed swing. and he fucked it up, Chris. That's what happened. Hence why the release. He was obsessed with Carmella at the time. He broke up with him. So they had to get rid of him, you know what I mean? Uh, he was causing too much trouble. Also, he's Literally. a drug addict. so That too. And an, alcohol and an alcoholic as well. Right. Yeah. But so he's he, so he's cleaned himself up, right? Yeah, apparently. And, and that's one juice. of the things that's why this shit can happen. Because right, yeah. everybody knows that they've got him over a barrel, so he'll do whatever they say. You know 100%. what I mean? Didn't he have a seizure too at an indie event, yep. if you remember? Yeah. Supposedly, yep. It Crazy, still just man. seems stupid to me to not take a swing with the guy because I think you could make money with him. If 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 you're gonna if you've got a guy over a barrel and you're like, Yeah, you're gonna do whatever I say, to me make the most money you can with him don't just use him to it's fucking AEW, job dude. to people like that's He's stupid big, if you can make money with them name name big. a giant that they're making money with exactly well anyone exactly. anyone exactly. any giant but name any giant anywhere they don't know how to do it the they reason don't. being because because they don't want him to be the guy but they can't think of a reason why he couldn't be the guy so they just Sign them and then don't do anything with them. They sign those about, guys. Like, okay, but Wardlow, why heat him up so much just to just call him right? Wardlow's yeah. not even a giant. I'm talking no, about I know, giants. I know, but AEW, you know, why is it doesn't matter it, who? Like, big. look at look at how how do you fuck Omos up? Because you don't want you can't think of a reason why a seven foot monster wouldn't be the champion and just beat the shit out of everybody. You're right. I agree, same thing I agree that happened. You, totally. Same thing they did. Yeah, with. They actually did it with Great Khali. They were like, well, you're right. He would beat everybody, and so he's the champion. that disgusted me, though. Uh, I mean, but look, come on, you know look at him. I feel. I know, look at but him, bro. You, you know me so, and, you know. I'm, I'm yeah, just saying. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> what I'm saying is you, that's not the same situation here. Bill can that's work. True, that's true. He, that's true. He can move. Like, the yeah. Great Khali could barely fucking walk. Yeah, yeah, that was a fucking chop and a fucking uh yeah yeah so so you know that's what bill bill gets for learning how to work fucking all he should have done was chop people in the head he would have been there, champion there you go that's there it go. and go We're chop sweep all right so the ref back. at one point is yelling at ricky he says listen when i'm telling you to get out of the corner i mean get out of the goddamn corner and i was uh, like oh good no i like oh, that good. No, that's but great. get this. Did you notice the referee trend? When they're on the outside, instead of counting at all, come back in the ring. Come back in the ring. Come on, guys. Come back in the ring. Come back. Yeah, I'm waiting for a count, though. One, two, still no count. Come back in the ring, guys. Come on. Still yeah. no count. 
No, your referee, you can't, you, you can't fucking bury the ref. Like you just can't. That's, that's literally, I would say that it is way safer. And I mean, significantly by a mile, it is safer to bury the talent in the ring than it Mm -hmm. is to bury the fucking ref because the referee is the structure of the fucking match. That's what he's there to be. He's there to tell the story of how the match is supposed to go. And if you bury that fucking guy, then you have no fucking basis for the match. You have nothing. You have nothing to work inside of. You're creating a world. The referee is the one who's keeping the world where it needs to be. Right. If you bury your fucking ref, the world is nothing. It's just whatever the fuck is going on. And nobody wants to watch that. People don't want to watch just random fucking nothingness. They want to understand the game. They want to understand the competition. They want to understand what they're watching. That's well, what the referee's job is. When you bury the ref, you just bury the whole fucking show. I hate that shit. The AW Mark Tards on the, you know, the Twitter and all that think there's nothing wrong with the referees and whatnot. Yeah. Who am I well, to judge? What do I know? They, they wouldn't know. They've oh, never seen one. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, the, those that's... exactly. The the referee really I, I I love when I see shit like that. That's why I'm that's, that's why I'm pointing it out, right? When the referee said to Ricky Starks, Ricky, when I tell you get out of the corner, get out of the corner. It's like, yes, more of what? this, please. Because if you're watching an MM if you're watching MMA, right, you don't fuck with the ref. Okay? You do not fuck with Big John McCarthy, he'll fucking disqualify you. He'll take a point away from you, right? You just don't do it, right? And the thing with wrestling is that you can use that as a way to tell a story, right? You can use the referee as another way to tell stories in professional wrestling, but they just fucking bury them, and it drives me nuts. I hate this. I hate that shit. It's just so every time I I see a referee do the right thing, I'm gonna call it out. And generally, when we see the referee do do a bad thing, we're gonna fucking call it out because that's what we do on the show. <laughs> That's it. Um, this honestly, I thought this turned into a, a decent little tag match. Although there were a few uh, slips and fuck ups, definitely not any major botches. But there was a few times where it seemed like people's feet were kind of in the wrong place, sort of thing. Or, um, but it, it looked good because that's kind of what a fight looks like, right? Like it doesn't look clean. It doesn't look like a perfect ballet routine, a real fight. Um, I like Nigel calling out specific things in this match too. Like he goes, uh, "Shift your hip, your hips, Ricky. Shift your hips, yeah. right?" Which yeah. most people have no idea what the fuck he's talking about, right? But if you've watched wrestling for a long enough time, you understand that that's a specific thing to get out of the corner spot, right? It's a specific thing he needs to do to get out of the corner spot. And then Ricky Starks did exactly that and got out of the corner spot. That's a nice little touch. That I really think is missing in a lot of pro wrestling. Um, and then the heels got the fucking win, bro. I, I was I was very surprised I was I was to shocked. see Starks and Big Bill get the win here. But happily and surprised. And as they should. Right. Yeah. They should have yeah, gotten I mean, the win. They I should think be trying, trying to build too, right. people. They should. They can't. They can't just keep taking the most recent retired WWE superstar who retired because their neck is fucked. Give them a doctor who knows less about neck surgeries to clear them and then sign them and you you can't just have that as your company you've got to try to build actual stars so i like the fact that they got the win here and i like the fact that it wasn't clean it was a heel win right it was cheat to win that's the way the heels are supposed to fucking do it so 
I like that. Um, yeah. Um, Vet, what did you think of the opening match? Everyone will remember September 16th, 2023 as the day that Ricky Starks became a star by pinning Daniel Bryan in an opening tag match on a cable show uh, that's on Saturday night that they <laughs> could only sell 3,000 tickets to. It will go down in infamy as that's the moment. Right. We'll all right. turn back to this when Ricky Starks eventually gets his WWE documentary on Peacock. <laughs> Just remember we'll say, this. Remember. Yeah. Next week is Grand Slam vet. We got yeah. six thousand paying people in a twenty five thousand dollars uh twenty five thousand dollar twenty five thousand seated stadium. So six thousand so far. Six thousand, bro. Uh yeah, what do I what do I think of the match? I think I, I don't know. I wasn't um it looked like guys doing stuff, so <laughs> unfortunately stuff. none of these people were on my a la carte order, so I just kind of was like, Yeah. Yeah, for me, I was just pleasantly surprised that Bill and Starks won. I was like, wow, wow, they finally let him win. But unfortunately for them, you know, overall, they're going to lose this this program. You know, it is what it is, right? Yeah. They're not going to actually push these guys. Okay, they want to try with Starks, but all that starting and stopping, unfortunately for him, is, has stumped his uh, momentum. But he, we'll see where they go with him. Bill, Bill is just there, man. I feel like you know what I mean. He's he's there to be the heater for Starks. He's he's Diesel without the personality of Diesel. And when I say he, that, I, they're not allowing him to have a personality, really. Right. I mean that's fine. But the problem is the the problem with him is the same thing. That's a problem for a lot of these guys. Like you did not have the foresight when you brought them in. When Big Bill came in you know w morrissey whatever he was originally called or whatever you job him out for a while (laughs) you job him to everybody until you decide you want to stop but it's too late at that point everybody's already made up their mind what you are they did that with wardlow too like when wardlow went on that winning streak he had already lost to every pretty much everybody that he'd been put in a match against you know whether it was whether it was Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, any other former WWE guys, just other guys, like they they would only drag him out as MJF's bodyguard to lose before the MJF match, and then they then you want to do the undefeated streak? No, 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 no. You got to start undefeated, stay undefeated. That otherwise yeah. the undefeated. Who cares if you get in a undefeated streak in the middle of your career after you already <sighs> lost ten? It doesn't right. matter anymore. So, you know it's it's really hard to reprogram people's minds because even if they're not consciously thinking about that at the time you know some in the longtime aew fans in the back of their mind they see him they they know they're conditioned to see when big bill comes out besides the jobber ass name of big bill (laughs) i'd love for if everybody in wrestling stopped being big something that that can go away that's a tired old (laughs) trope for sure um you know but uh they've already when they see him they know up probably a loss <laughs> you know that that's just what they think well, that's listen to you guys you're both like wow the heels won i, I was shocked how much Legitly, what percentage man. of that attitude is the fact that big bill was on the team that yeah. well yeah that's true facts Legitly, yep. i was like wow they fucking and it was the right choice too think of think happy. of what they've done to you you two who have watched wrestling your whole lives and you're just like god i can't believe the seven foot guy won yeah that's ridiculous 
Ridiculous. It's sad. It's sad, man. But that's AEW 2023 professional wrestling. I mean, it's crazy. And it's the same thing with Brian Cage. The way they've handled him. He hasn't won a match yet. So we're just waiting. Yeah, that's exactly. Every single time, I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. Uh, Time for back to back to back promos. Uh, Not all of them have to do with each other either. So that's (laughs) that's cool. Um, The Elite called the Embassy Dweebs. Uh, really? That was pretty much the highlight of the promo. Uh, they're going to go for the the ROH Trios Tag Team Championships because yes. we don't already have enough fucking belts on this fucking well, goddamn fucking it's show. It's called the six-man titles, Bucks, just quietly, not the friggin' trios. But anyway. Right. It's, yeah. In, why is in Ring ROH, Vonna it's the six-man yeah. championships. And why anyway, is Ring of Honor taking over? hasn't been a thing people call each other since like 1982. Stop that. I was born in 82, Chris. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you were the last person to be called a dweeb. And after that everyone said it just doesn't fucking fit. It this this is the person who we invented the word for. We can't use the word anymore. Fucking dweebs. Yeah. Hobbs <laughs> wants to beat up Miro and Miro is angry and talks and his about his wife and redeeming people who get in his way. What does that uh, even mean? Like what what does he do to redeem people if you get my drift? I don't know. He beats them up. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, Somehow whatever he's redemption. redeeming. Basically, I guess what we're trying to say here is with these three promos, if you've seen any of these guys do this once, you've, you've seen, seen it this it. time. 100%. Just hot yeah. and flexible was the the new words added. That's all. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've heard him say that a hundred times. Oh, true. Um, that's true. And yeah, I don't, I don't like this. I, I really don't like this where it's promo and then promo, promo, promo. promo. Right, I don't. Promo. It, it, it really fucks up the show unless they're promos that have to do with each other. Right? If we did the back to back with Hobbs and Miro, it makes sense for the show. We can move on. Right. Exactly. But having the first one with the elite, where they're talking about the embassy, and then going and to Hobbs, Dweebs. and then going to Miro, it's like, no. Why isn't this just formatted with a tiny little dude, bit of dude, foresight? Dude. Have, Put have a match noticed- in between those things. Have you noticed the format of this show already? Just tonight, tag match, tag match, tag match. Uh, uh, what's it called? Promo, 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 tag, singles match. It's not. Yeah, well, and there's That's there's a more. Shit format. There's more That's than pathetic. just that. I mean, the formatting can yeah, right. definitely get fucked on I'm this just show. Saying, like, we'll, yeah, the we'll get into just how bad it gets. But uh, uh, speaking of tag matches, Jimmy, we've got another tag match. Oh, next. Another one. Is this the third one now or second one in a row? It's the second one so far. We have a third one in a row too after that, I think. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. So it's the Iron Savages. The the, the bear, the savage bear iron. Bears. Savage the, bears. The Iron Bears. The <laughs> Iron Savage Bears. From the country. From the country. Savage country. Savage, yeah, country, savage country, country. Iron Bears. Iron country. <laughs> iron <laughs> Bears. <laughs> savage country, Iron Bears. That's funny. Country the Iron, iron Bears from the Savage Country. Uh, I think yeah. we've got it. I think we got it. Uh, I think we actually oh, and, it. Oh, and, and Jack Jameson. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, he's Who he's really annoying. He yells yeah, on his way to the ring. Um, I don't know. He yells quite a bit when he's coming to the ring. And that's Roddy Strong's gimmick, brother. No infringement. Yeah. Um, I don't get what the Iron Savages gimmicks is. They're gym here. junkies, bro. That's what they are, legitly. That's the they don't, gimmick. They don't look like gym junkies. They don't, but that's the gimmick. Literally. That might that's be the rib. That might also, be the maybe. Oh, maybe, yeah. Also, I'm rib. not sure. Also, I'm not sure, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be quiet here because my daughter's in the in the in the in the room here. But when I see a grown man do this, that's exactly uh-huh. what you think it means. 
that's that that's... that that means you're eating pussy. And uh, oh. <laughs> or listen, l- listen. <laughs> Never listen. The other thing, there's another thing. You can <laughs> <eat. laughs> anyway, listen. I'm all I'm all for that. Okay, trust me, I'm all for that. Okay, but Wait, what <laughs> a wrestling gimmick that does not make. <laughs> it's a gimmick, damn it. Stop complaining, Chris. It's not a gimmick. It's a catchphrase <laughs> or a gesture. Yeah, but it's so like... Is this what we're going to do? From I don't hand? understand. They did that three times in this match. It's like, what <laughs> What am I meant to take from so it? So like, is it like Titus and he'll go, ooh, ooh, ooh. No, but when, says, when did they do that? They did that. The, the one guy did that. He said it right to the camera. Yep. I think it was either the week before or two weeks ago. Whenever the whenever these guys came out to do something, and he definitely made an ass eating reference. I think oh. it was because he was in the match with Billy Gunn or something like that. Uh, so so or or thing. somebody in the chat knows. Just just put it up. But just just tell us what it was when they did it. But they did it to the camera and either. They saw themselves back and was like, we should keep doing that because we'll turn it into the new scissor or someone else told them they should. Uh, but either way, um, that's why they're doing it. So now they're going to go with, you know, I guess they figured scissoring can get over and now ass eating is going to get over. Blah, blah, blah. Of course. Great. Only problem. Is, I mean, th- nothing wrong with that. it, but they're always in there with dudes. So I don't know if they're telling us anything, but that's. I mean, what else is left to take from it? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. This is dumb. Anyway, if you want to wrap this segment real quick, that's great for yeah, me let's and get everyone the fuck else. Out of here, power and glory for the win. There was a. This was. I actually thought that this was a good example of weird fucking things. Uh, weird you did the. Gestures, you did the motion, Chris. <laughs> weird gestures out of the way. Um, uh, I actually thought that this was a good example of a quick match. Where good people actually maximize their mo- their minutes, like right, I agree, I agree with Bear that. Country came out. Uh, sorry, Iron Savages came. I this is <laughs> this is one of the fucking problems on this with this with this company. They change people's name. It was W Morrissey, then it was Will Morrissey, then it's Big Bill, and now it's it, that'll change in another six months. It's like fucking pick something and stick with it. Um, it's anyway, booking, bro. Iron Bears. Um, <laughs> They came out and they dominated the early part of this match. And I mean, this was like a five minute match. So to say they dominated the early part of it is like, what are you fucking saying? This was a tiny, tiny match. But they came out, they came out and they showed their power, right? They both did big power spots, right? The big fucking dude did a did a, a second rope moonsault, which was pretty impressive for a guy's size, obviously, right? Sure. And and then, you know, FTR go over strong with the power and glory. It's like this was a really good example of people maximizing their minutes. You don't need a 15 minute match every single time to get yourself over sometimes. And I would contend more often you're going to get yourself over better by doing some, by doing like two really cool spots and then get to the finish. You know, I agree. Not, not the blow off of a feud, the blow off of a feud needs time. It needs to build, etc. But on a regular fucking show where you're just there for a match, you really don't need 15 minutes. In fact, I honestly think it's a detriment to most people. Can I say, is there something wrong with me because I, I enjoyed this match? For five no, minutes, like it was too. actually I mean. a good match. That's yeah, what right. I mean. Yeah, they maximized their minutes. This was right, this was right. an example of like, they didn't take a bunch of my, of my fucking time. I didn't right. feel like, I didn't start checking my fucking watch and going, how long Dude. is this fucking match going right. for? Right? I but mean, they, they came out, been... they did impressive things, right? 
they definitely did things where you're going, oh, wow, yeah, look at that. Wow, that guy's fucking strong, isn't he? A moonsault from that fucking dude. Cool. Oh, the match is over. All right, cool. We can move on. You know, this, <laughs> that's a, a really match. good example of, hey, five minutes? You can fucking do a lot in five right. minutes. When, sure. you, when you see modern wrestlers go get a boo-boo face because they've been told five minutes, grow up. Five minutes is plenty of time if you're good. Like, really. No, really. Um, you're right. Spot on. So it's also yeah. nice. If you're FTR, it's also nice to just be able to say, yeah, man, do all those things that you do. We're going to kick out and beat you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he should have, uh, what's his name? Cash Cashton? Should have fucking mm -hmm. done a ch -ch -ch before he pinned it, before the power and glory, like a shotgun oh, yeah. sort of look. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They should have <laughs> went over right. with the gestures. Yeah. Yeah. They should have went over with the leg drop. Anyway, uh, <laughs> next up, business really picks up because the work horsemen uh, come Ooh. out and they get a tag match for next week. Why? Is this a rib? Is this <laughs> who the fuck are these guys? Why did the it look horsemen? like why did it look like two guys from the ring setup crew came out and got a fucking tag match? Why did it look like two guys who handled the electrical problems backstage came out and got a fucking tag match? Who the fuck are these guys? Oh, this is the workhorsemen. This is Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake. Everybody knows them. I don't. Oh, <laughs> they're jobbers, Chris. Job oh, you're out, of, of you're out of touch, like Chris. This. Why were they fucking dressed yeah. like this? Like so they they're bums, Chris. <laughs> they're bums. Oh, well, you think this is bad? Wait till you see the match. Oh yeah, <laughs> next be... week. Why does J.D. Drake even still have a contract with his damn company? I don't know. Because he's a workhorse, man. Oh, oh, a workhorse man. Something like see that. It? Not see man, it? men. See what I something. Did there. He's a workhorse. you did there. All right. Yeah. Next up, yeah. Uh, this company continues to prove how professional they are. As we hear the director call out uh, <laughs> oh, ADW Collision, <laughs> take, take 73. 22. 22. <laughs> wow, dude. What the and... fucking amateur hour was this? I mean, somebody somebody said, "Oh, they did it on purpose." No. Don't. <laughs> yeah, and if they did, you're a joke. That no. wasn't on purpose, man. This is this is like some this is like wrestler A goes out and shits themselves in the ring, and somebody goes, "Oh, it's part of their gimmick." <laughs> not a good gimmick. This what is it? Not gonna get over. This isn't good. <laughs> you know the funny the memes that's going around about you remember Paul Walter. Boy, has it get is it getting worse for poor old Keith Lee? <laughs> poor Keith it's Lee. Get, it's getting worse. There's more memes now for fucking Keithy. I'm gonna call him Keithy from now on. That's all he is. He's not even a Lee. He's just Keithy. Anyway, Keithy is there uh, for a backstage <laughs> interview, which lasts all of four seconds. Uh, Twenty-two before, takes, Chris. Before a fat mechanic named Shane <laughs> and his girlfriend Moriarty come into the shot, and I guess Moriarty. Uh, Wants a date with Keith or something like that. I don't, I don't know exactly. What's Wait, wasn't Moriarty part of a crew? Was. Now, was. I, what I have to correct you. I have to correct you there. No, the, the fat mechanic, I said his name was J.D. Drake. Okay, that <laughs> no. is the fat mechanic. Okay. okay. How old is he? I don't know 60? who this Shane guy is, but. This is that Shane Taylor guy that you never heard of. Oh, Shane Taylor. Yeah, then, yeah. then we told you who he was, and now you've seen him. <laughs> yeah, I sure have. Yep. <laughs> There's nothing more to see now, Chris. Moving on. John Silver says the acclaimed are doing scissoring wrong because he Googled it. <laughs> oh, I've had enough. 
<laughs> this is the, the sexual innuendo of this show is just re- getting ridiculous. And not just any sexual innuendo, but we're talking about poofy innuendo. It's booked by a 12-year-old on cocaine. <laughs> well, <That's>, wow. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> boobies, <laughs> scissoring. Look, this guy eats ass. <laughs> oh, man. R.I.P. Collision already, dude. Fucking hell. Uh, the acclaimed are banned from the ringside for a singles match between uh, Silver and Bowens. So Silver does the proper heel thing here by saying no scissor party tonight, which is exactly what the university campus wanted. They wanted scissoring. Mm. Damn it. And the heel took it away. But he was also funny about it. And that's probably not good heel work. Um, you had the contract. Yep, you sure did. I liked the idea of this match more than I liked the match. Um, and I didn't like no idea. the idea of the match. <laughs> um, <laughs> that doesn't make sense, so. Chris. Welcome to AEW. Yeah. So what does that mean, Chris? Um, so listen, it's two essentially homegrown guys having a bit of time on TV. I don't I don't mind that. I think that's a good idea for this company. They they Like I said, they got to stop doing the, hey, did you have a broken neck in the WWE and you had to retire? Come to AEW. We'll find a quack doctor to clear you. Um, I thought it was Kevorkian, Dr. Kevorkian. Well, that would be a and that would be an entirely different. Uh, that would be like if uh, if the Undertaker started a, a wrestling company, yeah. he might have Dr. Dr. Kevorkian helping him out. Um, anyway, oh, I like the idea of taking a couple of guys who basically have started their career. Like I know that they both worked indies. I don't give a shit. I've never fucking seen either of them before. I never heard anything about either of them before they got to AEW. Right. So I like the idea. I don't care. I, I just, I can't care about the fucking Dark Order. You know, they were goofs when they were heels. They were goofs when they were faces. They're back to being heels, and they're still fucking goofs. I, like, yep. nothing about this is is interesting at all. And nothing about them has changed. That That's the thing. Is like, they're it's the exact goofs, same fucking... Yep. Um, Evil Uno helps Silver get the win. And, uh, you know, Nigel calls... Oh, it's a... It's a real upset. And I went, yeah, I'm upset you took five upset, minutes of my yeah. time. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, nah. Fuck this unless, unless anybody has anything particularly brilliant to say, we'll move on. All right. Fuck this match. Um, Eddie. Eddie. Fat Eddie. Uh, oh, good old fat Eddie. Eddie. Fat New York Eddie. He's backstage. <laughs> and uh, he's fired up, man. And he says fuck and New York about six times. New, I'm from New York. And in New York, we know fucking... How to fucking fight. And New York's on my fucking side. New York. New York, fuck. Fuck New York. New York, fuck, fuck. (laughs) Fuckity, fuck, fuck New York. Did I miss anything? No, but this is the highlight of the program. By far. All right. Anyway, there's Eddie. He's getting set up for a match against uh, Claudio Stramboli. Stramboli? Cabanara? Claudio Cabanara? That, that, that doesn't rhyme. That doesn't rhyme. I, oh, I got to keep it right. Claudio fucking uh, Cannoli. Claudio Cannoli. Yep. Um, Claudio <laughs> Ravioli. There's a bunch of <laughs> things we can use. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we'll come back to that. Maybe we should start a new show where we can just rhyme <coughs> with AEW wrestlers. Anyway, Orange Cassidy and Hook are eating chips backstage. They're mic'd up and eating chips, which is really fucking annoying. And uh, <laughs> hey, uh, should we have a match Nobody on this program has done that today. No, well, not on you, me. 
Not with the fucking audio. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, should have done sorry. it. It's good content. I should have. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, they're going to have a match or whatever. They're going to have a tag match at some point. They don't know who tag against, match. though. They're just going to mm. they're gonna team up and have a match. I take Why it back. This tag? is the highlight of the show. This is definitely mm. the highlight of the show. Yeah. Hey, do you guys think we could get a Doritos sponsorship for HMG? Like, if we all had, like, if we had a... We all had a bag of the the Doritos and like we hold it to the camera and it looks like one of us is reaching in, but we're just reaching into the bag that we have and it looks like we're taking ah, it from each other. Wow. Good spot. Hey, that's, that's a, a good, good spot. spot. And guess what, guys? I don't know if if you guys want to try it, but I don't know if you guys even got it. But I was telling you, Chris, a while ago, and I think Jeff. But you know what they sell at my local Kmart, guys? Huh. Dorito underwear. It's Doritos. Now I don't know if it smells like fucking nacho cheese. <laughs> or, or whatnot. So it's it's Dorito branded, oh, or they made yeah, no, it is they made underwear out of corn. <laughs> no, I don't know, bro. I was gonna take a picture just so I could show you guys, but I kid you not, it is Doritos under. I thought they were chips, man. I'm like, what the fuck are Doritos doing in the underwear section? Mm. Edible. <laughs> and then I realized they're yeah, edible. They taste like fucking Doritos. Yeah. Oh my thing. god. Doritos underwear. Why did Bear Country have to do this to us? <laughs> You think I'm joking? I'm not joking, but that's what's you know what? funny. Uh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, you know. uh, Doritos. Right. Next up, we have Aussie Open. And uh, mm. they win a quick one against some jobbers. And then they get no on the jobbers. microphone. And God, why did they have to get on the microphone? They they talk about all the champion, the, the, all the championships. <laughs> That they've won the championships. The championships. The championships we we won the we won the ROH uh, tag team championships. championships and the <laughs> New Japan championships. And this is why I asked you last night, Jimmy, because uh, you're Australian. What the fuck yes. is a championship? And why championship? are they not? Do you not pronounce the first P in championship in Australia? I don't hey, get hey, what hey. the fuck that he was talking about. I don't know who those motherfuckers are, but it's pronounced championship. Okay, yeah. guys. For crying out loud, not champion chip. Yep. Not to be confused with champion chips, which are Doritos, <laughs> which are the new above and beyond of, a- of HMG. Uh, That's no, right. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Now anyway. with underwear. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I'll show anyway, you guys. You'll see. The, the heels, of course, end this by <laughs> saying Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. No, no, no. Sorry. Right, which I'm not going to do it. I'm a heel. Why are now. you getting crowd response <laughs> chance if you're a heel? What are you doing? I have no idea. Why does the other guy growl at the camera all the time, week in, week out? Uh, That fucking dude, his (laughs) facials are one of the most ridiculous things I I have seen on this show. Like, one of the most ridiculous things. And it stands out. The fact that your facials stand out as something that's fucking stupid, bro, is like, somebody's got to take that guy to the side and be like, dude, stop it. Stop. (laughs) On behalf of Australia, I'm sorry. Just say, yeah, that's how he does it. That's exactly how he does it. Yeah, and, and championships. Enough of the facials and championships. Yep, whatever it Cut was. Cut it the fuck out. You, your facial <laughs> reactions can't be at 100 all the time. If they're at 100 all the time, it means you have nowhere to go. No, Nobody knows mm. if you're actually mad or not because you're already fucking mad. You came to the ring with your face contorted up like you were being electrocuted for fuck's sakes. <laughs> well... Yeah, what can I tell you, Chris? Don't you listen to these guys, Dunkzilla. You just keep doing what you're doing and making those faces. And one day you're going to make it, kid. (laughs) No. He's in the 30s, unfortunately, though, Vic. Yeah, I know. I'm well (laughs) aware. (laughs) 
good. I'm glad, I'm glad he's old. That means I only have to deal with him and his. But Kyle Fletcher is very young, though. Unfortunately for us, I, I have I have faith that Kyle Fletcher can figure something out. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's oh, wow. he's young enough. He's athletic enough. He can probably figure something out. He'll he'll be the guy who winds up in OVW at fifty, finally having figured everything out. <laughs> And does he Good pronounce friend. championships properly after that? Or is it no, he never does. That becomes his gimmick. <laughs> Championships. Uh, I am the world champion. <laughs> the world champion. Fuck. Oh, boy. Not All only right, do Tony they need Storm. to learn how to wrestle, but they need to learn how to speak English, too. God damn it. Yeah. Is it, is it Tony time? It's Tony time. Speaking of Australians, they will, will go from one no. Australian to another Australian. <laughs> uh, this is what you wanted, right? Chris, this is exactly what you wanted, isn't this it? Is, I, okay, seriously though, did I not actually call for her to be in a black and white segment? Did I not actually say, wouldn't that be funny? And then they mm. did it. That's Whoever it is who's listening to our show at AEW, you're welcome. Keep stealing our shit. It's fun. I don't. I don't even care. I don't even. I don't want credit. I don't want any money. Just keep stealing our shit because it's fun to see <laughs> exactly what I wanted on screen. Uh, Tony Storm gives an interview where... She says that, uh, you know, the business used to be about making stars and making money, which, yes, um, and not signing every woman with a sob story, which, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a black and white background. To, so, <laughs> yeah. black and white background. So, you're welcome. You're welcome. That was fun. You're welcome. That, what did if you, you think of this segment? If you didn't, if you didn't see, uh, first of all, if you didn't see this, uh, the interview was in full color. Okay. It was only bookended by black and white little cards but whatever what do i think of this this isn't exactly what you said it was okay but uh i uh you know it's fine i like rj city too um but he didn't really do anything here he just played the straight man which is never a good thing um rj it's never it's never (laughs) yes Ah. exactly Ah. it's never a good thing when uh you're more ridiculous than rj city like that's bad for business that's a good call so um but yeah so tony storm continues to act like no human would uh unless it was 100 years ago yep and uh that's great can we get the vaude villains coming back in aw and she can be part of it is that is that uh, what could be, happen Ooh. that'd be great uh-huh. yeah all cool. right jimmy all right jimmy i like <laughs> this vet didn't what did you think uh you know what I feel like where they're going. I mean, I know where they're trying to go, but I'm not seeing enough. We need to see like some sort of vignettes, some sort of storytelling on what's happening with her. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like build something, do some freaking movie spots somewhere, or you know, in a hotel. She goes to a club. I have no idea, but do something. You know what I mean? Like what happened to Piero Paligroso, or sorry, Preston Vance and Rush and that cinematic video they were doing where they were stabbing people. Remember that? They're they're still stabbing people. There's lots of they there's still lots of, after Have you ever been to or... Mexico, Jimmy? There's lots of stabbing to do. <laughs> well, my point is they did something with that and went nowhere as they always do. How about you invest into something with Tony Storm since you always like her being on television? Do something. Do some vignettes. Something. We're not seeing really any progression with this shit, man. And that's what's annoying. Other than that, for sure. It's cool. But like the vet said earlier, once you've seen it once, you've seen it every time. So I want something different. To yep. be completely honest, the reason why 
I will take something like this and shit on it. It's not necessarily because of the entertainment value or the potential or anything like that. It's just I've already seen into the future where it's going, which is nowhere. It will never no go way. anywhere. They will just do these things, and then you will just have a wrestling match, and your wrestling match will have nothing to do with any of this. You're not going to incorporate it into your match, and if you did, it would be stupid. Um, so that's what I'm seeing. I'm just already fast-forwarding to the end, and, and I've already seen it, so... There's just really no point in wasting time with it is is how I really feel about it. You know, Tony Storm is always first of all she's always fine to look at. She's always good at whatever she's doing it seems like. Yep. Um it's just that I know that no matter how good this is, it will eventually not pay off in any significant way. So But wouldn't a frustrator you think she gets frustrated easy as we know with her WWE run? I yeah, think she's happy. She seems Everybody like Everybody in the WWE gets frustrated. Yeah, okay? that's true. That's they true. don't all stick up for themselves like she does. Right, right. You know, like, you know, what does that tell you? Like, they try to paint people like her or Mercedes and and and, uh, and, and Trinity as the, they're the they're the villains for walking right, out right, on right. this. You know, yep. this totally wholesome corporation, right? Like. <laughs> WWE's never done anything to anybody. How could these ungrateful bitches just walk the fuck out? Well, maybe you should really look at that. But anyway, yeah, let's continue uh, looking at the wreckage. <laughs> let's continue doing that. Um, you know, tune oh in, tune in to a, to a special episode later, though, as we as we compare the WWE to Scientology and why those two things are very similar. Um, <clears throat> Are you sure it's on AEW and Scientology and why those two are actually similar? Well, they both make the same amount of sense, but I was referring to how ridiculously angry they get when people say, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't like this. Um, anyway, next up, Scorpio Sky and Andrade El Idolo. Scorpio Sky cuts a promo beforehand saying... Um, you know, the last time we had a match, I was coming. I was making a comeback. The only difference is this time I'm not making a comeback. I'm already here. And I went, "Are you though?" <laughs> so I don't remember seeing you much. <laughs> it's just like, what do you want to talk about? But he's asking the people. But the he people meant tonight. Back. He meant oh, he meant that night. He he's meant. there. That right. night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, and then he there. snapped. He snapped. So the lights went out. Oh, I see. This was another interesting matchup on paper. Uh, both of these guys are considered to be high potential acts, right? Like but... both of these guys have had people say, oh, I see something here, right? But they're both guys who don't seem capable of getting to the next level. Like they, they both have, have something, but they lack something really important too, right? With Andrade, he just can't fucking talk. Like, and he keeps trying to, right? Like, and God bless him for trying, at the same time, get yourself a fucking Paul Heyman or something, right? Like, I, I obviously know that Paul Heymans don't grow on fucking trees. What I'm saying is get yourself somebody who can talk for you, right? Uh, what about the Don Callis family, the familia? Sure. Takeshita. Why not? Why not? Don Callis is a pretty decent mouthpiece, right? I don't right. give a shit about Takesha, so maybe he's not a great mouthpiece. But anyway, moving on. Um and Scorpio Sky is one of those guys who physically seems to have everything, but he seems to be a little injury prone. He, his career he feels like the... he should be 25 years old and he's 40, <laughs> five, right? right? So 45. he's already, he seems like, you know, a prospect who's way too <laughs> fucking old to be a prospect. He's um, always been a prospect though. That's the problem. He's never gone to that next level. 
Right. He's got something, but he doesn't have everything. So it's two guys with like a lot of potential, but a lot of flaws too. So on paper, it's a decent looking match. The match was pretty good too, because they're, they have similar styles, right? And you see that they're both trying to stop the other one from using, you know, high flying attacks while using high flying attacks themselves, which I found to be sort of an interesting little wrinkle to the match, right? Usually you've got a guy who's trying to keep the who's trying to keep the the high flyer grounded, right? And then you've got mm -hmm. the high flyer who's just trying to break out and do his big fucking moves, right? So that creates this situation where the crowd is excited. They want to see the high flyer do the moves. They're mad at the other guy for keeping them down, right? And this match was a little bit different where they were both trying to keep the other guy down, but also using high flying moves. So, anyway, just a, an interesting little wrinkle that I th that I thought. Um, figure eight gets the win for Andrade and uh, goes for a handshake afterwards and gets it. So, uh, handshake from Scorpio Sky and yeah. I didn't I didn't know we had. Did you guys notice we had uh, the Ring of Honor ring announcer for for Collision? We had the Honor Code for Collision. We got trios. I mean, six man's championships for Collision. Go check that out. Saturday nights, Saturday night's all right for Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's sad, man. And as far as Andrade goes, where is my mask? That's all I care about. I want to see him with his mask. You saw him. He had he it. Came out with his mask. He, he yeah. had it. And then someone take it, so he can find his mask again. What's the point of his mask anyway? Like really, well, if you're not going to cool. wear it, why bring it? Well, it's ceremonial, you know, you it's like ring gear, you know, you have your robe and you don't wear the robe in the he, ring and for a match. He, well, he people could grab it and mask. use it against you. Well, he used to wear the mask in yeah. the ring. What kind of crazy person not would wear a mask man. in the wrestling ring? Not that mask, but still. Eh. Yeah, not and that. What, mask. what happened? And what eh. happened to the to uh Los Ingobernables de AEW? Remember they got kidnapped by Mexico? Yeah, uh, and what happened after that? Well, Nothing. you guys already talked about it. They're either stabbing people or they got stabbed to death off screen by somebody else. And that's why we haven't heard from them. Either way. No continuity vet. It's, it's just, we, are we supposed to just forget that that even yes. happened? Yes. Oh, until oh, they oh. remind you and they remember. It doesn't also matter. The announced team, also, the announced team straight up called uh, Andrade the ungovernable one, which is like, oh, if he's not part of the fucking group, stop doing that. <laughs> Look, guys. There's something you have to understand. When you're Los Ingobernables, you're Los Ingobernables for life. life. Okay? <laughs> you don't ever get out. He's still doing the salute, okay? When he gets in the ring, every time that fist up is the uh, Los Ingobernables salute. So, right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, Scorpio Sky has all the potential to be a star. Yes. in ovw other than that yawn okay um now andrade is all the things that everybody thinks he is but he he doesn't and he doesn't even need the talking he needs the mystique of not talking yep that would help him because he's got everything else you need and for the people that have seen him in the past and know what he's capable of, you know what I'm talking about. Some guys, there's there's enough guys talking and wrestling, okay? Whether they're good at it or not, there's plenty of them. And uh, they don't all need to. Once in a while, I'd like a guy to be quiet, please. And when you're as talented as Andrade, you can be that guy 
who's not the guy that's cutting promos and stuff. It's a myth that you need to be able to talk to draw money in wrestling. Someone else can always talk, uh, not just for you, but just separate from you. Like everyone always said, if I hear the, every time I hear the word mouthpiece, I feel like a cat that's been pet the wrong way. <laughs> like I'm so tired of hearing these same ass things from people who are just parroting what they've heard, but give them a mouth, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> Take away your mouthpiece. Don't tell me somebody needs a manager to talk or they'll never get over in wrestling. Don't tell me you need to speak English to get over in America. No, you don't. What you need is somebody that has a vision for you that can execute the vision for you. Okay? That's what you need. And you need to have the talent to pull it off. Andrade has that. He's had it in the past. I've seen it. And if I can see it through his failures then I know that with someone that shares my vision, he could have great success. Hey, I'll I loved mean, him as La Sombra, just quietly. Right. I mean... With his mask. You, yeah, you've seen that. You've seen his yeah. NXT. Look, that there's so many people in that right. NXT run in that period. You know, there's, there's so many of them that are doing big things now, you know, and he's just not one for whatever reasons, whatever personal reasons, whatever the things think, are, you know? Do you think he complains a lot? In the in the back, and that's why he's not getting really any start. Well, they're giving him a start, stop, stop, stop. I, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about him. And according to everybody else in the world, no one would understand him if he was complaining. So how would it yeah. how would it make a difference? He's speaking um, English, English. Yes, but uh -oh. but what I'm saying is, what I saw here was a match between a guy that is just as limitless as Keith Lee <laughs> and the you know future OVW champion. Right on. Well, um, speaking of future OVW champions, Jay White is out next with the Bullet Club. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, you don't believe that kidding. anymore either. I don't. No, he's great. Um, hey, wait a minute. Why have you got weed in the background suddenly? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't have control. Over I didn't that. change it. I didn't change it. That's weird. It is weird. Is someone uh, ribbing us? Is, did someone come in and do that and run away? <laughs> I can picture maybe. that. That's must have happened that way my, anyway my guess has been setting something up for later um well all right so you... oh, so jay been. white comes out and uh he's like he's like hello uh wait a minute where are we oh. hello penn state it's like oh my god <laughs> fucking love that was it. good <clears throat> yeah the good stuff. oh the ayatollah yes. is here <laughs> my goodness What's good? What's good, infidels, y'all? Oh, that's right, red hot. After the conspiracy against me last night in Immortal Championship Wrestling thickens. And I think you guys might be in on it as I tried to stream live at twitch.tv slash Hameen Media and was kicked off my own platform today. Oh, no. Really? What? Yeah. Just now? You were going to go live <laughs> yeah. now? We were just oh, double booked. Shit. I just uh, I just finished a very important conversation. It's on my YouTube, and I'll, I'll put it out as bonus content, channel attitude, and Patreon with Mayor Hal uh, from Homer, New York, and uh, Cannabis Association of New York, uh, my advocate, uh, our advocate here, uh, just an awesome dude, and uh, a guy who actually has good wrestling ties from the Attitude Era. So uh, he was working for AOL and did a lot of crossover back in the day and they actually wanted him in wwe office and he did plenty of shows so uh he's a he's a look, look at that big son of a bitch uh he's a big <laughs> dude too and uh it was a great conversation uh as we you know shift focus into the the cannabis war that i'm in but i saw you guys were still live and i just wanted to come in and uh 
say thank you so much for sitting through all the wreckage, <laughs> sifting through it oh, all uh, after all the collisions, and uh, you know, <laughs> and towing the line here. I don't, I don't get to interact with uh, with Jimmy T and, and Chris Sams uh, as much as I should, and I just wanted to show yeah, well, appreciation for you guys and everything that you you do well, here at you, HMG. Man. And, and yeah. I've seen you give us shout-outs all the time on your shows, man, and we appreciate that, believe me. And I would yeah. ask you to jump on the shows, but I know how busy you are, man, especially yeah, the amount of shows that you do. I don't want to, like, bust your balls because I know how that feels, especially considering how many shows we do, too. So I totally feel no, I appreciate that restraint. It's not that I don't want to. I'm just at 105 hours oh, a week, me, uh, and, and uh, it's, it's just a lot. That. And you guys are right here, you know, uh, towing the line. I'm, I on the second screen. I've got uh, Band of Brothers on, and it's the Battle of Bastone, and everybody's in their foxhole taking heat, and, and I feel like that's kind of how we all are. So I try and walk the line and, and and check in and make sure everybody's doing all right, man, and just let you guys know how appreciated you really are because I, oh, I think that's you, really really important. No, we appreciate that for sure. And I feel bad now that we're on here while you were trying to go on live. Nah, don't even trip, man. You know what I mean? Don't but even usually, trip. Yeah, so sorry about that, bit, man. I really do. I feel bad no. now, but shit. No, no, no. I mean, uh, it's been a great week, man. And I really uh, feel, even though frustrating in cannabis, I'm really just uh, so happy and proud of uh, all my OVW brothers and sisters. Uh, that there's, I think we're going to do a big couple weeks here uh, uh adam revolver is coming in i'm gonna try and get as many guests from this netflix that's show that's just absolutely blowing up al snow uh i'd love to have on for a little while as well and uh just great stuff all the way around and i, I think this synergy i could feel it last night in uh at immortal championship wrestling houses were up i think independent wrestling uh is about to overtake AEW in a lot of in a lot of ways, man. You know, uh, because you've only got to sell three thousand tickets to over to overtake yeah, AEW yeah. right now. Oh, so. I I heard seven. I heard seven fifty uh, on <laughs> on the last K on K one hundred. Right, that's what uh, Hugo Savinovich stooged oh, off that, that. the since. Yeah, and dude, I've done two CW shows with with eighteen hundred where I main evented, and Kentucky Kingdom shows with over three grand. So, uh, you know, I don't want low houses to do Schoidenfreud to be like, ha ha, you suck. We outdrew you because a lot of my OVW brothers and sisters are there, like the Outrunners and whatnot. I want success for them, and I want to. I want to pass. Actually, right. No, well, yeah, I, was great, these, I was telling these two at the at the start of this show that 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 show on Netflix is fucking great, man. Phenomenal! Like, it shows it the tr a, it really shows the true struggle of living in a shitty house in Louisville, moving there to follow your dreams, and now when I get to see my man Adam Revolver in the main event. And he's taking one punch, and it's that slow. It, it's a movie. It's 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 straight out. It's the wrestler, the movie, but the real deal of what's going on in these people's lives, wow. dude. It almost brings a tear to my eye of like, not just of where we vet and I came from, but my friends who've been working for so many years, and now they went from the unknown, not known, and they deserve to be known. They've earned to be known. And now the whole world's going to know their name. That is just, it's almost too much for them to take in, I think. You know what I mean? They're like, it's, it's a lot that, that comes quick. So everything you guys can share. Al Snow is trending today. Hashtag Al Snow. And that, if that's not enough uh, to make uh, every OVW brother and sister happy, man, uh, that we all, we all win when this shit goes down like this. And oh, I, I sure. think it's going to set in motion 
a lot of positivity through the indies and a lot of a lot more people coming out to see shows. I think everybody's house is going to be up. Well, it's a testament to OVW that's, I mean, that's still around after what? Is it 25 years at this point? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, over, over 18 in the new building, and I put this on my own personal Facebook. Then I'm so pumped because I use my ex-writing partner and a brilliant mind. And Al Snow's been there uh, through that whole time and when sold to Danny Davis. But it really is the name Adam Revolver that has been a constant since that time of being a Rip Rogers guy through and through, producing TV with, with myself and, and his tag team partner, Ted the Man Beast. And then to Impact Era, Al Snow Era, if there's one person who's done it all from, from the training to the main events, to driving the ring truck, to scripting the show, to doing all the production and never really getting emotional or sound. Cause I don't think, I think he's void of emotion. He wasn't born with them. <laughs> he's yeah, kind of a, he's kind of a, yeah, he's kind of an AI. I, he may be, he may have been a goddamn robot this whole time, you know, but uh, to me, Adam revolver. And I look forward to having him either on the Monday or Friday locker room this week. So I'm excited. Oh, that's about awesome. it. I'm going to yeah. watch it actually uh, tonight. I think I'm going to watch the wrestlers, man. Tell I've been meaning to watch it, it but with all the wrestling that's on right now, it's so hard just to fit shit in between. You know what I mean? So, this yeah, this this blows off this blows yeah. away everything that's on TV right now. And you know what else is another great one too? And in I've gone down there to hang out with them. And when Rip uh, was putting on seminar, the Monster Factory six uh, part series is a great one as well. And that's why I really feel like showing the dedication, the heart, and the emotion, the heartbreak, the addiction. Right. The road miles, the sacrifice. Sure, what goes on in the ring, storytelling wise, is great, and, and but you really get to feel the adrenaline rush, the addiction to performance, and the power, and the pain that comes with being a professional wrestler—not just physical, but a lot of mental stress that comes around with it too. So, uh, the the my hats off to the producers. I, I often shit on dark side of the ring because they make us look like shit and the salacious stuff. Oh. The Monster yeah. Factory stuff and this and this OVW series is as perfect as it should be. Yeah. Well, that's 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 pretty great, man. That's awesome. But sorry, Chris, go for it, man. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, one of the things that I mentioned at the start of the show too was that um, what you see in this wrestler show in this documentary, you see the um, you see the wrestlers, right? And they're their own people, but they're also exactly what you heard of from professional wrestling right like you have the they're, they're almost like character studies in themselves right like you've got a guy like cash flow right and he's the guy who you know he's pushing 50 something at this point right and like his body clearly shouldn't still be in this but he's starting to finally sort of get wrestling right it's like it's it's a weird thing where you see that sometimes with professionals where you know the guys in the wrestling business they start getting it and it's almost too late right and then they're trying rip would rip would tell us this Rip, rip would tell us this exactly right that you're gonna do this shit for you you don't even start to get this shit till you're about eight to ten years in and then you get it for about three to four years and then your body starts to fail you it's a very fucking cruel joke bro like uh, it's a very cruel joke on the artists themselves yeah, yeah well, no and, and then you see like you know that the uh, hollywood Haley j right and she's exactly mm-hmm. what you expect from a from a potential from a wrestler with potential right you look at her and she's like 
man, she's got star potential. She's got a good look. She's got, you know, she can work in the ring. She's been around wrestling her whole life. She gets it. She gets it better than almost yeah. anybody. And then you watch her personal life and you're like, she's never going to make it, you know, or she's going to have to fucking change something to make it because she just makes yeah. so many stupid fucking mistakes. When you're 20, in your 20s, that's what you're supposed to do. You just hope that you don't make mistakes that come back to ruin it. It could it could easily end in a very sunny finish, right? <laughs> and you don't want it to be that way. But if behaviors aren't corrected inside the bubble, it goes on and on and on and on and on. And people can fail upwards, and then all you're really doing is pouring more gas on that fire. So... Uh, it, it is tough to turn away, but you also want to live vicariously through her and watch her make it. And then when you see bad decisions, you're like, oh, right? It's our own character flaws. But, uh, hey, I don't want to eat up too much time because I know you guys love Collision so much. Uh, I don't want to take away from it. Uh, uh, but, uh, again, thank you guys uh, for supporting HMG, anybody watching live and all the watch-alongs and, and all the the sergeants and soldiers and captains and lieutenants here of the HMG Army and participate. And I hope everybody has a good uh, Sunday football, wins all their bets. And uh, yalla, keep it locked here, Hami Media Group, infidels. Yalla. Thank, Thank you, you Ben. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate that, man. So, yeah, we had... Good. You can stick around if you want. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah running from the commissioner. I keep it you know? studio. Hey, I, the commissioner. Running from the commissioner. Leave man. studio. Leave studio. God damn it. We've got an agent. We've got somebody else. We've got the commissioner. He can't even get out of here. He's too old for this shit. Um, I can't. They won't. They won't. They won't let me leave. I keep it leave studio, but it won't let me go. Don't. That's weird. That's strange. Oh, I just remove leave you studio. Yes, that please leave studios. You can kick me out. <laughs> yeah, all right. Close, <laughs> Close your mid sentence. One, uh, one. Mid sentence. Jimmy, he's gonna have your badge and gun for that for sure. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Thanks for joining us, Ben. Uh, all right, let's let's get back into this so we can try to be done in two hours because I I like that little gimmick where we get the fuck out of here in two yeah, hours. Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. I like that. Um, anyway, yeah, next week there's going to be a match between Andrade and Jay White. That is really interesting. I want to see that fucking match really badly. Um, yeah, the refs keep Andrade from getting at the Bullet Club, and uh, they cut to a recap, which is a big downturn for me. It was like, ah, yeah, something good, and then Don Callis. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a good thing that security... Uh you know, got in there and handled business because I really didn't want them to have to fire Jay White. Yeah. No, you Why? can't. Why not? Come on. You can't. Well, because you can't, you can't let him okay. get in a fist fight. That's, that's no. wrong. We don't do that on Saturday nights. Do we no. use real Saturday glass Saturday night's Saturday not nights? all right for fighting. <laughs> it's not? What no. about real glass? Uh, also might not be. okay. Not yeah. all right. Well, real glass might be okay. Crombie or River Boy. It's okay on Saturday be. days, but not nights. Oh. Okay, fair enough. All Saturday right. days Sorry. overseas, yeah. All right, see, so next up, we see Ironhead Shibata. Um, and his phone <laughs> the, says that he's having okay. a match at some pay-per-view or show that I'm not sure about. Awesome. I don't know. Awesome. Get excited. Good job, Ironhead. Um, <laughs> anyway, the Righteous versus the Hardys is a thing we have to Yikes. watch. Um, but we don't have to talk about it. What's next? <laughs> oh, yeah, all I can say is... 
All I can say is, oh, good, another wrestling cult. That's just what I know because we need another more cult. wrestling cults. You know, mm-hmm. there's a fucking cult on the wrestlers, like the show, <laughs> the TV show from NXT. There's there a fucking wrestling cult every. Why is why is there a cult in every fucking? There's not even a cult. There's like seven cults in every fucking wrestling company. But is it cult cabanas though? Uh, new, new gimmick idea cult cabana cult cabana yeah. even though he joined the dark order which is a cult true yeah. but he's the real cult of personality anyway yeah ring of honor uh i gotta say you know the the hardys they really dug through the ditches and burned through the witches and uh slammed in the back of the sorry no that that guy's not that guy uh that guy's uh what is that guy's name i don't know tall skinny guy with the ugly beard Who? um Oh, Vinny, Vinny, try pronouncing his last name really quick. Because uh, I can't. Mozzarella? Vinny He doesn't have a last name as of these shows on Ring of Honor. He's, they is just it? call him Vincent now. Like, um, Oh, is it? It's not Mozzarella. Yeah, like Mike Jones. Yeah. Uh-huh, like yeah. Mike Jones. That one? So as if the uh, as if the match wasn't bad enough, they didn't. They then cut a promo, and it was rambling and incoherent. Um mm-hmm. Rambling and incoherent promos are okay if you have the charisma of Bray Wyatt. And if you don't, you're not allowed to cut them. You're wrong. Because I saw the AEW Mark Tards on Twitter say how great they were. I'm not kidding. That's that's legit. Well, That's fine. Whatever. I said earlier, everybody doesn't have to talk in wrestling. That's true. That's true. They, um, uh, they should come out with masks and not talk. Anyway, next up, uh, Claudio uh, Ravioli Cano- says Cano- Eddie isn't man enough to beat him. And uh, well, he does uh, manicure his eyebrows, trying to look real manly. Yeah, I don't care. I I don't care about this feud at all. Well, yeah, exactly. Zane Vicious says in the chat, "Who? You tell us. Who's the boss? We don't know. <laughs> Who? Show? Who? Who?" Well, yeah, who is that big guy? Who are you talking about? I don't even know. He looks like Jim a Joe Gacy ripoff. Huh, it could be. <laughs> anyway, there's a video really, package he looks like for a Danielson. Joe Gacy. There's a video package for Danielson and Sabre Jr. Uh, <laughs> True. Yep. That'll be a good match. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. All right, Ricky Starks is pissed. He wants to have a Texas death match next week. Can I have a dick, dick, death, death match? So I can you, just... you very nearly asked for a dick just now, Jimmy. You, you were, <laughs> no, I didn't. You were about a syllable away from saying, can I have a dick? That's... He's joining the Iron Savages. Are you sure the Dark Order? Them <laughs> uh, too. Where my beer cats at and my crab cats just quietly. <laughs> Row. Yeah. All right. Anyway, main event, finally. Uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. Who? Uh well, I guess the match being good on Friday is down to Jade Cargill. I don't know what else to say about that. The, the, the match on Friday was actually good. The Rampage match against Jade, against Jade Cargill was actually a decent match. For what it this was? was not at all. So we had Britt and, and Bakers. It's bad. And uh, yeah, Britt was some uh, solid focus on the knees, which makes sense. But directly after she focuses on the knees, including smacking the knees the 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 heavily uh braced knees multiple times into the corner you know Britt baker real face by the way go Britt. (laughs) um 
just after that, uh, we see Stats running the ropes and picking her up and doing a, a running power slam. Um, Chris, your knees are supposed to be hurt. That's are they? that's that's She's what the thing in the corner was about. You're she was. You're trying to pretend like your knees hurt. She did the knee thing where she throws your knee into the post. and It means your knee's supposed to hurt, which means you're supposed to react like your knees hurt. Anyway, just a little bit of advice. Advice. Amateur advice. Admittedly, amateur advice. Right? Vet. I mean, this, 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 this is like, this is what you do, though, right? If somebody smashes your knees into the post four times, you're supposed to at least pretend like your knees hurt afterwards, right? Yeah, but sometimes your knee gets a second win, so it does. <laughs> it actually does. <laughs> uh, oh, that's. Can that's we get some power ups right. now in this company? Maybe your knee gets a second. Oh, I <laughs> love it. All right, so Chris Statlander wins a really shitty match, and then they show Julia oh, Hart champ. in the crowd. Fuck. Cool. You thought so this match was shitty? <laughs> Holy fuck! I'm like, oh no. Oh no. See, I'm starting to get a little bit of that vet, you know, foresight where I can see mm. the end of this and I can see the match. with Chris Stratland Statlander and fucking Julia Hart. And I'm just like, oh no. That's gonna be wonderful to review. Uh it's gonna be terrible to watch and wonderful to review. Yeah. yeah anyway, that, that was that was the show, guys. That was yeah, it. That was it. And with that ends our streak of collision at least having a good main event. That is how many weeks did it last with a good main event, regardless of how bad the show was? It lasted about four weeks, maybe five. No, no, no. It was pretty much every collision. It was like nine weeks. Nine weeks or so. Collision's only nine weeks old? Okay. It's Yeah, I think it's like 11. No, 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 no. no. No, it's 12 now. This is the 12th week. Oh, okay. So then they had 11. They had 11 good main 11 events. 11 good then. weeks. Uh, and then yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. This and, they're, is, and the uh... announcers are like, for the first time, women are going to main event collision. And I'm like, can it be the last time? Yeah, it, it, well, you know, it's in and of itself, women main, main event and collision, not necessarily yeah. bad. Sure. Give These... me Serena Deeb against anybody as a main event. I'm, yeah. I'm there. I'm there. These, and I don't I don't want She's to even... beat up on these women. They did that enough to each other. It's it's not about that. It's more about like they, they just don't know. They just don't know. And no one's told them. And who would, you know, and they've already been, you know, it's the hangman page thing. We've already done what we've done. Why should we take advice now? Like they're not nobody's gonna listen. So it, it's uh it, it's unfortunate situation. I would love to be able to break down you know each and everything about this match from a constructive criticism point of view but not only would that take way longer than the time that we've already spent doing the show but i would need stevie richards's vibe board to be able to pause and illustrate and you know draw little things here I, nobody has that kind of time it's it would it's it really is um that kind of a study in how everything can be wrong even when you have a good idea you don't execute it or you do execute something but it's a bad idea you know like it's just there's so so many things went wrong in this that we just don't have time to talk about them all but trust me they did go wrong and it was as bad as you say whether it's from the amateur point of view like chris's eyes and liz's eyes or whether it's from my trained eyes or whatever um 
this was something you're not going to want to see if you enjoy that tradition of good collision main events. Yeah. Well, according to the Mark Todd, this was a great show, boys. Why do you great. even know what they say, Jimmy? You better block all those accounts. I've been frustrated. I've been arguing with these cocksuckers because... Don't sell it. Why? I know. Why? And I, I, I hear your voice every time I do that. I kid you not. Because <laughs> he's giving me some good advice. But sometimes... I'm telling you, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because they they call everyone else like they're a cult, but this AEW fan base is definitely a cult. They're brainwashed, man. More Everyone's cults in a wrestling. Cult. Yeah, it's more a cult. cults in wrestling. Um, like Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> and Mussolini. Yeah. Yeah. And Kennedy. And Kennedy, yeah. Cause... Man. All right. I wonder okay. if someone that could come and save the show. <laughs> <laughs> he already did. Uh, he left. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, this is trash. Just say it, Chris. It was trash. And this was garbage. This gets an F. Uh, this is the first F. collision to get an F. Um, yep, no, just a total failure. Uh, it felt like this two-hour show felt like it took five fucking hours. I was legitimately like, my neck hurt from watching it, and my neck doesn't hurt <laughs> if I'm hurt. interested. It, what like, about your back, Chris? Did your yeah, back I was, I was laying down. <laughs> I was laying down. Not good at all. Uh, F. F. Failure. Is this, your first, is this your first F for collision? First F for I think collision. It is. Yep. Okay. Now they, I think this they've is they've gotten like a too. D. They've gotten a D before where like nothing but the main event was good, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, two things re- there was nothing on this show that was redeemable. Like they had a decent four minute uh match there with FTR and the Iron Savage Bears of countries. Of um, countries. The Intercontinental Savage Bears of Countries. Yeah, that day. Hey, there you go. Um, <laughs> put that on a title, TK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Just pal. kidding. No more belts. Don't tempt Please, him. no Don't more tempt belts. Him. Yeah, no tempt more belts. Tempt him. Um, anyway, yeah, gets an F from me. Uh, Vet, you go first. Um, F plus. Uh, <laughs> it's going to get an F plus because um, Hook stood there and Keith Lee stood there. So take 22. Yep. They're, they're two of my favorites, so as long as they stood there, it can get a plus of a failure. Jimmy? Yeah. Uh, you're F. great for collision. Double plus F, man. Fuck. Fast forward, in other words, for me. Just fast forward through, uh, through this whole shit because F. it sucks. Yeah. Double F for me, man. Double F plus. Fast forward. Just keep no going. Good. No good. Well, yeah, I mean, hey, this company needs to figure it out. And right now they are in a pretty bad spiral. Like, I'm interested no, to see if not. they can pull themselves out. They, they really are, Six, though. Like 81,000, I mean, 72,000. That's right. That's right. You have to correct <laughs> yourself, don't you? <laughs> ah! At least I didn't get it tatted on my arm. <laughs> because, well, you know, what really happened was those 10,000 people were just scared for their life when they heard about what happened with CM Punk. So they didn't, they didn't show up. <laughs> Hey guys, we gotta wrap this up. I got a two-hour tattoo on my arm, so you know, <laughs> all right, Ben, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitch right after this. So uh, twitch.tv slash opinionhaver. Go see me. You already know where I am everywhere else. So uh, just go there. Uh, follow Wrestling with Rip Rogers on YouTube, and follow Stevie Richards Wrestling Analysis on YouTube, and follow Stevie Richards Fitness on YouTube. Just follow awesome. Stevie Richards. Jimmy, where can the people find you? Well, unfortunately, I'm in the middle of this wreckage. So you can find me every week right here on the Saturday Night Wreckage. There he is. With, with these fine fellas. <laughs> yeah, where am I? Did you find me? Can you see yeah. me? 
I'm not even sure if I can see myself. But the point is, like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com. Where for five bucks, not only do you get a face slap, but you get the best talk in all of professional wrestling. Just like the vet said, you get Stevie Richards, you get Bin Hamin, you get, I mean, Stevie Ray. You get Al Snow, you get Big Ray Hernandez, you get the vet, 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 vet on every show pretty much on pretty much. HMG and channelattitude.com. But also, you can find me on the Twitter at DJ Mass Effects and at the PwC Network. And like and subscribe at the pwcnetwork.popping.com and hamidmediagroup.popping.com for our affiliate shows. And that's a wrap. All right. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there to see all that I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the hell else comes to my mind. You can find me on the PWC Network. Uh, where we do, uh, well, the, the, lately I'm doing all the fucking shows, aren't I? Jesus Christ, Jimmy. We got to get somebody to, we got to get hey, somebody to take the fucking WWE shows off my hand. I need someone for Uncaged. So we can I can go... do Uncaged with you tonight. Oh, yeah. I have to, right. It has to be tonight. I can't do it right so now. So we're going to go Uncensored, uh, you know, Unhinged, Uncaged tonight, Chris? Yeah, sure? we're going to do that. We're going to do that. You can <laughs> find me right here on uh, HMG and ChannelAttitude.com. Uh, we do the smack attack we do uncaged and we do this right here uh every sunday at 10 o'clock uh central standard time in the morning uh after the collision we sift through the wreckage the wreckage so for the vet for jimmy t and for the commissioner uh bin hameen who had a run-in today uh Yalla. we love you guys thank you so much everybody in the chat you've been great we we appreciate you guys being here and being a part of the show uh, we're so happy to have you here and just uh, truly and honestly humbled and thankful for everything that you guys do to make this show great. So thank you all. And, uh, yeah, until next week, uh, goodbye. Stay evil. Olay. Fuck off. Get out of here. Bye. Go. Go. We'll do Go. something else. <laughs>